All right, Jude and Jody, what's up? How you guys doing? Welcome to the podcast. Oh, good to be here. Thank good you. To be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Um, I've met you once before, technically, but I've heard wonderful things about you guys. Yeah, and, and we, now you're uh, here. We do things in Dajon around the community, and we cook things and have benefits and raise money for charity and play. I play music. Um, she takes pictures. Mm. Yeah, we're we're pretty active in the in the local community. That's right, and the food is delicious. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Dodie's a pretty good cook. You know, back in America, she was a chef. Um, and now, not not like us. I worked in the kitchen. Yeah, she was a chef, an actual <laughs> chef, chef you know, a person in a white coat with a fluffy hat. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you don't need to be a chef from like no. Iron Chef America. I have a chef jacket. Oh, that, make, those, that so. makes you a chef. Hmm? Yeah, that's my name on it. <laughs> there you go, chef jackets, the white one. <laughs> yes, but uh, her with family's all amazing cooks. Thanksgiving, Christmas, it's just. Put you in a diabetic coma. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That's the best way to with that. To For die. Christmas, her aunt showed up with a, a flat, like a Coca Cola flat that you fit a case of Cokes in. Oh. And it was filled with a massive bag of uh, chocolate chip cookies, peanut butter cookies, <gasps> peanut butter brittle, eggnog fudge, two rum cakes, mm. and sugar cookies. I think I gained 10 pounds in two days. I was like, who are you cooking for? She was like, you know, it's just for the family. Anybody who wants it. Too much. <laughs> can, can I join the family? That's what, that's what I want to know. I'm coming over, for, especially for that rum cake. Mm. Mm. Rum cake. Mm-hmm. And then she made us whiskey balls later. What the hell's a whiskey ball? It, it'll change your life. Magic. It's magic. It's just like a cake it's ball like, filled yeah. with whiskey, whiskey and covered in powdered sugar. Yeah. That just sounds amazing. <laughs> Yo, can you make this? Uh, I what if I paid you? Okay, all right. I I have to get the recipe. Like, I I don't know what she put in them. Okay, it could be one of those things where you need like a a box mix, right? That we don't have here. Okay, I see. <laughs> yeah, Korea kind of fails on the uh, let's make but dessert making easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure somebody would send me some if I if ask you, them. If you beg them? No, I don't have to beg. Okay, I just ask for it. Well, that means people love nicely. you. I have to beg for shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I asked for powdered sugar one time. My dad sends me. Powdered oh. sugar every year. Every year, Sometimes like four or five bags. <gasps> That's a great fathom right there. Korea has powdered sugar, <laughs> but like if you're trying to make icing with it's it, it's not, not quite fine yeah. enough. Yeah. So it, it's it, the icing turns out really gritty. Oh, okay. And it's like when you're when you eat icing, you want it to be smooth like butter. You don't right. want to be, you know, gritting. Yeah. Chewing gritty sugar in yeah, of cake course. icing. Yeah. So are you, are you a chef too? No. Okay. I I just. But you just learn. I help her. in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Okay. You're the assistant. I'm I'm the bitch. Okay. The I have to explain. I, well, I explain things in detail to him because he asks his questions. And yeah. That's, that's good. That's where he gets educated. That's why he has all his wonderful animal knowledge too. Mm. Yeah. 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 Animal knowledge. That's yeah. Interesting. Okay. So so you're the bitch in the kitchen, mm-hmm. which is totally fair. But how do you like your job being a, a bitch in the kitchen? Oh, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, thankfully, I can cook pretty decently on mm. my own. Mm-hmm. Dodie's much better. But, uh, you know, I picked up some tricks and things over the years. And in case she dies or we get divorced, I can, mm. I, you know, I can sustain myself. Just in case. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> Always good to have backup plans as far Always as I'm good concerned. to have backup plans. Yeah. Uh, what's your backup plan just in case your, your bitch dies? I have none. Oh, okay. I'm never getting remarried. Okay. I'm never. Damn, yeah. he's ruined it for you, huh? Um, <laughs> maybe I'm just too good. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> See, attitude like that. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. No, it, if something happened to him, I'm just that's it. I live a old lady, single. cat that's lady, cat lady, an old maid. How many cats would you have? I actually, I would probably have dogs and not cats because I don't really like cats. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I have no I'm problems not a cat with cats. Person. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not a cat person. I need person something either. you know that likes me back. Yeah, thank cats you. See, don't like you back. I have nothing against cat people, but cats some cat like people are fucking weird. 
and then they turn to where well i don't need you anymore yeah or they scratch they you scratch or they you. bite you for no reason yeah, yeah. they're yeah. fussy animals. i like dogs yeah i think dogs are better too no offense to the cat people but dogs are better i feel like you can get more use out of dogs too much more use yeah they're just I mean, they do things right they can do tricks right you know you can show them off right play games with dogs yeah well, unless you have a laser pointer i don't really know what you can do with a cat good point well that's what a lot of people will argue that cats are basically self-sustainable like you don't really need to do much for them you just let them go in and out and you need to buy their food but besides that (laughs) well but the good cats will hunt hunt on their own hunt on their own right Mm. no i'm I'm... whereas dogs you know but cats don't love you back nope not at all yeah see that that is a i'm curious like can cats love you back like i feel like they can but not like some cats can right but not like, like a dog. Cats no, I've had, like yeah. they hated me. Okay. Oh, so this is like this is like a personal thing too. Oh yeah. Okay, for sure. So you've had some experiences. <laughs> I've had evil cats in my life. <laughs> I do. I do think that cats are definitely more evil than dogs. Hands 100%. down. Yeah. 100%. I've never had an evil dog, but I've had like five evil cats. Okay. Damn. Throughout my life. Well, I'm, you had I'm, five. Yeah. I've only known of Janie. That was the only cat that I knew. She killed all the other ones. That you had. So you had cats before Janie. Yeah. Well, I had no idea. And she murdered them. Yeah. Because they were being evil. And then you had Fat, Fat Kitty, Kitty. Right? Fat mm. Kitty. Yeah, you remember Fat Kitty, too? Yeah. You remember Janie and Fat Kitty? Mm-hmm. That was her name? Yeah, her name is Fat Kitty. That's amazing. We found her We found her in a <laughs> We found her in a Burger King trash dumpster and <laughs> brought her home. And <laughs> she it, was already at home. Why didn't you take her out? <laughs> she, she basically... She was self-sustaining all on her own. She was self-sustaining. Yeah. She would... Climb on top of the refrigerator and knock the food down and eat it all. And she got really, really fat. So we just called her Fat Kitty. So how did she get on top of the refrigerator? She jumped she up there. I don't know. Crafty animals. Mm, you know, they cats do. jump on things. They jump high. Even I, with all that fat, she was still able to do it. Hey, yo, yeah. more power to her then. She yeah. was motivated. Very motivated, motivated, motivated to get for that, that food. food. Well, what was on top of the refrigerator that was so good? Her the cat food. food. She's like, oh, the cat food's on so top she, of the refrigerator. So she got up there and then she pushed the bag over. Right. And then it dumped all over the ground. So right. then she just sat like a... like. Like a um, fatty. What's his name? <laughs> in the Awesome Powers movies. The big fat guy. You know. Uh, I know who you're bastard. talking about, yeah, but I forgot. Fat bastard. Fat, like bastard, fat yeah. bastard, you know, gorging himself on a turkey dinner is just kind of like what the cat looked like in her sea of and mountain of food. Nice. I'm just trying to imagine this. What color was she? White. White. Janie. Like black spots. Um, fat kitty. I think fat kitty. White and gray. Fat kitty. She's not still living, is she? Like, I know. I don't. I don't check Fat Kitty's Facebook. I, think, and I mean, if she didn't die from diabetes yet, then she's I don't probably, know. Uh, she was she's white with, with black spots. Yeah. White okay. And black or white and gray. Okay. Can can cats get diabetes? Actually. Yeah. Yeah. All animals, All can, animals die. can. Really? Yeah. yeah. I There's didn't know that. Sugar insulin levels. That makes sense, but I was, I just wasn't sure. Don't feed them too many cupcakes. Well, from personal experience. <laughs> and this is why you should never feed the animals in a zoo, kids. Yes. You're gonna give them diabetes. I have a question. How many zoos have you guys been to? Just out of curiosity. Um, I don't know. 25, 30. Okay. You've been to 25 or 30 different zoos? Yeah, I used to work at a zoo. I worked at a zoo for five years. In America. How how many restaurants are in zoos typically? Um, We, at my zoo, we only had one restaurant. Okay. And then we had like a little cafe that had ice cream. Okay. The Houston Zoo has a bunch of restaurants, right? They've got that um, yeah, yeah, that they area had, like that whole food court, and there's I think like six or New eight Orleans Zoo do, that does you can too. Eat. Yeah. yeah, is it like inside? Like yeah. you have to go inside a building. Yeah. 
So I was in Taiwan recently, and when I was in the Taiwan or Taipei Zoo, there was restaurants everywhere, and this was all outside. Like there was a bunch of them. I was like, this has got to be fucking torture for these animals because they're all they're they're placed all around the zoo. There's even like little street like little street food kind of stalls that are there too. And we're talking good food, like good eating, like especially for them. There's like KFC, there's like fucking McDonald's. Yeah, I swear to God. Like, as soon as you walk in, there's a big-ass McDonald's right to the left. Is, the, is, is one of them right outside, like, the monkey cage that you think it's torture? Yes. That's serving, like, French yes. fries to people yes. constantly? I was so <laughs> mad. And I was like, oh, well, just, you know, there's a few here. That's cool. That makes sense. Like, in the beginning of the zoo, fine, whatever. Right. But now I'm walking around the whole zoo. They're everywhere. Everywhere. Wow. Yeah. That's I was unreal. Yeah. There was, like, one outside the, the fucking penguin little place. There's one outside like the panda place. I was like, this guy's what are you doing? This is so mean. So um, that in my opinion is animal cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> the best kind. Excuse me, I have a slight cough. But yeah, that was that was fucking animal cruelty in my opinion. So yeah. Anyway, I was just curious because I was like, this is for all the zoos that I've been to, and I've been to quite a few, this is not normal. Like, yeah, there might be a couple, like there might be like a restaurant or whatever, you have to walk inside and then you eat and then you leave. But I've never seen anything that's like out of the open like this. It was like an amusement park, basically, like how they had all the food and stuff out. And you would typically, even amusement parks, have it in one centralized location. Exactly. It's yeah. not spread out over the whole place. Right. Well, no, well there Orleans, are some, though. New it just Orleans depends do, on which like, you Like, you remember they have, like, that the taffy cart, and then, like, um, like in a swamp area, there's a restaurant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole, um, like, ice cream shop over here. Like, they have a couple of restaurants throughout. Not, like, all over, but, like, spread throughout the park i guess because right. it's so big if you you yeah you get it like hungry hungry yeah there's some things around amusement parks but but you're right though like at least in my experiences for the most part like you have a bunch of them in one area and then throughout you have a couple more so. right yeah i i wish i, sh- I should have taken pictures because there have been a lot but it was just unreal i felt so bad and the thing is like having like smelling the food like, I know most animals have, like, really good senses, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to smell. So, they're definitely smelling everything. They just got rumbling stomachs all day long. Oh, man. Just the torture. Getting the waft. Getting the, the torture. breeze of good food. Hey, there's many ways to be cruel to somebody. And that's definitely, you know, or something in this case. I think that's one of it. So, this is my opinion. Anyway, should we move on to the free topic? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, so, let's, let's go a bit again. Who has a free topic today? Do both of you have one, or is it just one? Well, it involves both of us. Okay, that's cool. It's up to you. <laughs> and my open topic is um, Jude's face. Oh, interesting. <laughs> okay, so what and exactly? And Jude's going to, like, clarify? really, really... No, he doesn't have to clarify it. Like, everywhere we go and everybody we see, he, everyone in Asian countries, sometimes in other countries, too, always... Um, talks about how handsome he is, yes. and you know, even last night when we went to that drag queen show, yeah, um, he tried somebody, yeah, a gentleman tried to night. um pick him up, and Jude had to explain to this guy that he's married and his mm. wife is standing right next to him, um, and then he told you, then wow, he consents, he scored, he, he really like. <laughs> Was like you did an awesome job. You really scored with this one. He, nice. he amazing work. You know, like he told you this. Yeah. Okay. Um, do, do you think he's correct or? Mm. 
<laughs> no, I, like I love it. my husband. Yeah. I love my husband. Yeah. That's what Jude says when That's he's upset with me. my wife and I love her. Oh. <laughs> he so says, you... I love my wife. <laughs> <laughs> when he's upset? No. Uh, when, when she's doing something that I'm just like, oh, oh my God, she didn't just do that. And yeah. in my head, I'm like, That's my wife and yeah. I love her. Yeah. That's what I say to myself. Do you ever say, like, I fucked up or I shouldn't have done this or anything like that? No, nobody makes mistakes. Not out loud, obviously, like internally. Yeah, of course. Okay. But even like, so we're in this past trip. We went to the Philippines. Right. Getting couples massages. Yeah. Jude's getting felt up by this woman. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get no butt massage. She massaged you. Right. And same, then, same woman? No. No. Two, oh, two okay. different women. Couples okay. massage. Side oh, by okay, side. Yeah. And, um, you know, my woman belched 27 times while she was massaging me. I count it because it was just really gross. Right. Jude's woman proceeded to tell him on the way out how handsome he was and he looked like this movie star and mm. blah 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 and i'm like please stop don't tell him how handsome he is yes and i was just like please stop she's like he doesn't and need he, anymore. she just kept on telling him how handsome he was i was yeah. just like i just asked you just not say that right but everywhere we go he has you know he got the korean your face is like a fist it's tight like my fist mm. um yeah that's good jude's face um, it's beautiful. I mean, beautiful should I go ahead? It gets perks. Yeah, yeah there you go. Perks. And that's the thing. Being good looking definitely does give you perks. You know. Yeah. In the airport, waiting in line. Mm. <laughs> in the airport, waiting in line. Um, we were going to America, and I had this cart, right? And mm. it's filled with loaded huge with shit, bags. fucking bags for days, right? right. And you know, I'm you standing get all in your line. Check bags and, and shit. Jude's standing right on side of me. Yeah. And the woman comes, and you know they have to ask a bunch of questions now when you go into America. Of it's course, a thing. Yeah. And so they're interviewing us. Are you bringing any bombs? Are you sure there's no bombs with the sugar here? Interviewing me and interviewing me. And she's like, are you traveling alone? And I'm like, no. And I was like, um. And she turns and I was like, we're together. And she's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, shit. I get that a lot. Like, seriously. Damn. Like, you shouldn't be with him. You shouldn't be with him. Yeah. Did she? So let me ask you, did she give you the eye of scorn or did she give you the eye of scorn? She just kind of like looked at both of us and was just like, oh, oh okay. Like a disappointment. This was this was an inch on airport? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. No, so Jude's face gets talked about a lot. Mm. And I thought it should be a nice open conversation so I can just, you That's know, people can continue complimenting you on your back face. Back home in America, like that would never happen. That would never happen. Really? Well, I mean, people, Americans don't openly like, compliment right. someone's attractiveness. Like, I don't. I don't really think it's a thing in that the right we do. setting. I, like well, yeah. you're in a bar or like something or like a club a or something. Random people yeah. that you don't really know mm-hmm. would not comment on like how attractive they think you are. Right. Like random strangers would like a family member, mm-hmm. maybe someone you're dating, hanging around with your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, it, like you know each other a bit more intimately. Right. They would say things like that, but you're not gonna just have some random taxi driver. Oh, so handsome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not what's gonna come out of a taxi driver's or an Uber driver's mouth in in the U.S. We yeah, that's fair. we and we we use it to joke around a lot mm-hmm. to his face. Mm-hmm. Um, we were out drinking and it was what four three or four o'clock in the morning and right. you know Chinese restaurants are open so we went to this Chinese restaurant and we're eating some pork and we're mm-hmm. sitting there and this guy comes up to Jude and he asks Jude if he was famous mm-hmm. and then our friend Dami's like just without skipping a beat and he's like yeah have you watched bones yeah like there the you tv go. show and yeah. he's like you know season two episode three yeah i think the guy's like oh, i don't have my camera and i'm like <laughs> here we have one for you just in case and that i was, was like that guy is gonna go watch bones and flip phones. yeah watch 
bones just to see Jude's face on it. But yeah, Jude has a handsome face. He's so yeah. handsome and beautiful yeah. and whatever they call you. I feel like this upsets you. Yeah, somebody asked him who his plastic surgeon was. <laughs> surgeon was one time. Oh damn! Who is your plastic surgeon? Yo, that's that like is a parents. compliment. Yeah, that's what I was that's like. That's a fucking compliment right there. You can't get any better than that. No, I'm not. It doesn't make me upset. I'm just, mm. I'm over it, man. So, <laughs> so the question it's, is, uh, it's constant. Like yeah. you, it's like all the time. Yeah. So okay, so here's the question: What can we do to avoid this? I can cut his face while he's sleeping. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's definitely one way of doing it. That's what all husbands want to hear: yeah. that their wife is going to cut their face while they're sleeping. Exactly. Yeah. You know. With a kitchen knife, it'd be perfect. Um, Get your there, there's, knife. There's, Play some Gone Girl type shit. Maybe right? I can shave his head. That no, but no, because his face is still the same. No, it, it's the whole look. If I shaved his head, his <laughs> yeah. maybe his head's crooked. On top, mm. and we don't know because he has all that hair yeah, up there. Yeah, maybe. I don't think he so. He might though. have a crooked scalp, you know? I don't think so because if you think about it, like, even with, like, I mean, the all he has to do is grow out his beard a little bit, and then the beard and the bald look would, would looks just as sexy. I can, I can make a beard in a week. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. You, you, you grow Easy. one and spend yeah. two days. <laughs> yeah, that's no what problem. I'm saying. Yeah. I have the same thing, too. It is a problem sometimes. It's annoying as shit to trim it off. There's no resolving this. My face issue. issue. Well. Yeah. Yeah, so you. I mean, gonna... I could dress you up like a woman. I mean, you could be married to an ugly husband. I was going to say you like this is a really good thing for you. Like, yeah, it has its cons, obviously, but at the same time, like you can brag like, look at my husband; he's better than all your husbands. Fuck all of you. <sighs> True story. Yeah, you know that topic comes up sometimes whenever girls are like drooling over people on a big screen. They want to see so and so with this shirt off, and I was just right. like, I don't care. Yeah, I got that. And already. <laughs> I got that. Already. I'm not. I'm not attracted to people in that way right like um i never was and and i'm like do you know how uncomfortable it is sleeping next to someone with a hard rock body mm-hmm. it's very uncomfortable mm. he's very pokey right <laughs> so he's just got like it's hard he just got bones just, sticking it's just out. i'm not saying no, anything he's like saying anything muscles on the pokey and, stuff. and hard. yeah and you can't cuddle with someone with muscles so why did you marry him then it sounds like you <laughs> was it like here. this all the time oh really okay we got fat pictures. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, they exist. Nice. Still, still handsome though. Still handsome. <laughs> still handsome when you were fat. Yes, I'm yeah. fully aware. Even getting bigger did not stop them. Yeah. Well, I think this is a good thing. In fact, you should just use this to your advantage. That's what I would do if I were you. So even though it annoys you, you can just say, "Hey, you know." Well, like, that's why I get that him handsome the guy over there. Ask people to do shit, to right? To do things, right? Because yeah, they do it for him. And he's like, "Why me?" And this is this is like, the bitch, you already know why you. Yeah, why would you ask me the such punishment a of having question? a great face is that yes. you can do everything and get tickets and yes. do all that for us and because discounts. your face is so handsome. Yes. The perk. Of this, the this, only the perk that I ever got us is that I got tickets because the lady thought I was pregnant. <gasps> oh, yes, yeah, she went there. She, she went there. She, she was. Yeah, we were at the um, Yas- Yasu? Yasu Expo. Yeah. Like when it first opened. So it had been op- open two months. Mm. So we went down in the summer and we got there. Great day. We're getting ready to leave. No trains, like all oh. sold out, and we're in the middle of nowhere. Damn, really far from Dejan. And we needed to get back. And to we see needed Dejan. to get back. And then the woman's just like, like, no tickets, no tickets. And then Dodi was very upset, and she was like, "Baby," and Dodi's like, "Shut up." Yes, I have a baby. And then she got us. Then she gives this bitch 
fucking rock star seating in like first class. <gasps> yeah, first class. And then she puts and then he puts him the in ass into the fucking train. train next to the bathroom. That was so fucking <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. See, that's... see, the tables have turned. Yeah. See, now you know how it feels. She feels that all the time. See? <laughs> you see now you see the dilemma, right? Yeah. Damn. That's, that's I'm sure, like, if you we went on our next flight, and if you ask the stewardess if you can go in first class, they would let you in. Yeah, you know what? You should try it. I guess that's what I'm I saying. I would try it. That's what you no, should do. He like, should try it. He's going to try it because that wouldn't work for me. Yeah. Um, you should run a series of experiments. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is going to be really good for okay. you. Yeah, you could just do like a whole, this like a social. Like, um, this is therapy. What's it called? Um, <laughs> Jamal the therapist. Yeah, basically. Dr. Yeah. Jamal. Yeah. <laughs> One day. One day I'll get there. Um, this can be a social. No, seriously, this can be a social experiment. Like, how far can you go being good looking? Like, what can you? What like what's off the table, right? So, what can I ask? What can I get? What can I not get? Yeah, just see. And then what you can also do is see how many guys and girls you can get as well. Yeah. Well, he has no problem getting guys. No problem. Yeah. (laughs) According to last night's experiment, no problem at all. (laughs) And it was so weird because he came up and he's like, talking talking about how we were the only guys in there Hmm. dressed well and we're really tall yeah and i was like oh yeah i guess and he's like so you know what what do you think about this and i was like the drag show and he was like yeah i was like you know it's a drag show it's a drag show i was like i've been no he was like have you ever been to one of these and i was like actually yeah like three or four Mm. and he's just like oh so like what what do you think about it i was wondering what he was trying to get at yeah and i was like well i think it's interesting i think it's entertaining yeah i was like and a lot of these guys put a lot of work into looking like women. I was like, this is really tough. And he's like, oh, okay. Mm. You know, so I just got to ask, are, are you gay? Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm married. You know, my wife is right there. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm straight too, you know. Yeah. And then <laughs> and then, then the conversation just like petered that escalated down. Yeah. And then I was just like, okay, I'm going to go get another beer. And then like he went away and then he came back later. Yeah. And was talking to me again. Yeah. When, so, because the, the place was really small, like this basement bar in Seoul in my friends were up near the stage and we had um went to the bathroom and then we, but we were standing in the back because we just couldn't get back to where they were so right. finally they made their way from the stage and was standing next to us and then he came up again and was talking about just how handsome i was and how lucky Dodie was and how she scored to get me and and Dodie was here when that yeah. okay and she so was you, right there so you're just, just listening to this like and yeah, i was like uh-huh. there, there's no need for us to converse like, yeah the the reason that you came to talk to me right you wanted my number just, not you not wanted this happen. D. yeah and then you, like you don't need to come back and talk to me anymore like yeah. more conversation with you is not gonna make me want to suck your dick yeah like <laughs> it's just not gonna go that way right but he has he's saying all the wrong things yeah basically <laughs> like what what can he say that's what he should have asked but he fucked up yeah see now he knows and then like if if you're gay and you're into me that's fine but don't when i tell you i'm not gay don't deny your own sexuality yeah it was funny like, like he was now like, you straight. make it uncomfortable yeah. Now you made it uncomfortable for you yeah. and me. Yeah. Like if you just admitted that you were gay, then that's I expected to see gay people yeah, at a drag show. A drag okay. show. Yeah, well, it's sense. a gay bar. I mean, it's a gay bar course. too. It's oh a gay bar. Well, I don't know why he didn't just. Oh, is he, was he a foreigner or? Yeah. Something? Okay. Yeah. It's weird, but I mean, maybe he's still trying to come into terms with it. So, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Quick side note: How much would it take to actually make you gay for a blowjob? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just curious. I don't know. What's the what number? Was, what was, what was the, what's that show? What's that? The one that was like willing to do a blowjob for anything? Yeah. Oh, the fire festival. The fire festival. That guy from oh, the fire festival. I, Are yeah. you that guy from the fire festival? <laughs> Maybe. Are you willing? Would that make to you, do this? Would that Are make you, you feel willing 
to blow someone for this job. Yeah. To get more water to get the water. What was it? To get the water turned yeah, on. To get the water truck. Oh my or god. Something, or the it's water ridiculous. turned on. Did you see that documentary? No, I only I, heard about I it. I had to um, take breaks from it because I was so angry at the whole documentary the whole time I was watching it. I'm like, you dummies. Like, yeah, I heard like crazy things. I, I don't oh, know. Just that. wasting money. Like seriously, what? what Wasn't else? there that one guy who actually enjoyed his time? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. the one guy who <laughs> like, won the trip off the radio station. And he's yeah. like, oh. <laughs> this is this is great. Yeah, I want to follow him on Instagram. He's <laughs> like, look at all these posh, rich bitches whining and complaining about <laughs> yes. their... He's just like, I'm having a great time. He's like taking selfies <laughs> like and shit on the fucking beach. One guy who enjoyed fire festival. <laughs> that's, that's so good, though. I saw like a, like a meme of him. Like, why can't everybody be like this? Or something like that. It was so funny. Oh, man. Okay, so... So we have to come up with solutions. Number one, I would say just do a whole bunch of social experiments based around him. You know, right? if only we can make money off of that That's, face. You can. Right? I you gotta can. get paid for That's what I'm face. saying. You can do this. You can. We have to We have to figure this out. How can we make fun of you? Because, yeah, I mean, I feel like, I mean, if you're just the kitchen bitch, that's not good enough. We have to, we have to make more money out of you. I would say we because now I'm on her team. By now, the way. now he's employed by Falcon and Company. Yes. It's <laughs> a fucking great name. Please make this into a business. Falcon and Company. <laughs> You guys are Falcons and I'm the company, basically. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. We can probably get you hired to do those like weddings and stuff in Korea. You know, the ones where they hire the foreigners to attend a wedding. Oh yeah, to have someone handsome there. That, yeah, that yeah, could yeah. totally be you. Yeah. What? You didn't. I'm know sorry. I didn't, no, educate me. I have no idea what you're talking about. There's, there's, um, like in Seoul and different areas, um, people are actually hired to go to wedding. Yeah. Okay. It's a thing. Yeah. And then also restaurants, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, and they take pictures, like, oh, hey, like, look at this handsome yeah. guy who eats at our restaurant right. or, you know, her, who attends our business and things like that. You can make money like that. Mm. Well, I'm just curious, though. Like, if you take him to Seoul, right, Itaewon, Hongdae, just in rent, even Gangnam, and just have him ask random people for a dollar, how many people will give it to him? Because when money's involved, it's different, right? So, because on the one hand, they might be like, well, I don't want to give him it money. It depends on how he asks. But in a very nice, cute way. Like, hey, oh, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, like, you know, my wallet fell and I'm trying to get like a thousand won just so I can get on the bus, get back home. Like, you know, something like that. I think people will give it to him. I think people will give it to him, too. Social experiment number one. Look at that face. I, he wouldn't do how it. How can you say he no to that face? It. He totally wouldn't do it. <laughs> you have to make yourself useful, sir, in some way, shape, or form. He wouldn't, he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it. You, we can get devise ways. He got a cab driver to turn back today. I bet you it was your face that did that. Yeah, so we, we got to I bet Station you any money he wants to see your face again. We got out the cab and Dodie's like, oh, I'm looking for my phone. And then she's like, oh, I shit, don't I have it. It's in the fucking it. I just taxi. I just left it in a taxi. And Damn. we left a phone in a taxi one time previously. And thankfully, we I paid with a card today. Mm-hmm. So I know that if all else failed, we can track down the taxi right number the and the driver. and But that's a big process. Yeah. So I started calling her phone and he, he answered it and he was asking me in Korean, like, you know, yeah, I have the phone, but like, w- like, when did it get here? Essentially, like, who, who were you? Right. And I, I explained, I was like, you know, we're the foreigners that were in the taxi. He was like, oh, like Seoul Station Westgate. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he's just like, oh, How can you forget? I come back 10 minutes, 10 minutes later. And I was like, oh, f- f- he's coming 10 minutes. That motherfucker was there in 45 seconds. It was, I Whoa. don't know how, I don't know how he did it. It was amazing. Your face did it. Turned around. I agree with you, Gave Dodie her phone. Yeah. Who else would have turned, like, what other reason would the taxi driver 
Well, I mean, nicely. Yeah. Turn, no, come on. I mean, I mean, there are some nice. There are a lot of nice people. There here. are nice people. Not like that. Not mm. immediately. I gave him money though. I gave him everything in my wallet, which was like ten bucks. So when he gave you the phone, how did he look at you when he gave you the phone? Oh, he, oh, was, he smiled he was at you. Yeah, super happy. You rolled yeah. down the window. Was like smiled at you. Yeah. yeah. So you took the phone from him, not yes. her. Okay. No, I gave, gave him, him money. money. Okay. Well, when you gave him the money, how did he look? Oh, of course, he's gonna be happy. Okay. You know? right. he got money. I gave money. him money. Yeah. He didn't ask for money. I just gave it to him. Like, I'm just, here I'm you just go. curious. Here's all, everything I had in my wallet. Here mm. you go. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I feel like there are multiple solutions here. Solution: the main solution I can think of that's like the best way is just to fatten him up again. Because even though he'll still be handsome, he'll be fatter. He would never. And in Asia, right, in, ge- yeah. in general, you know, fatter people are generally less He attractive. had more friends, more Korean friends when he was fat than when he is now. Of actually. course, because they can't bring you around. Girl- they can't get girls with you. All the girls are going to go to you, <laughs> obviously. That's why. If you didn't know that was the reason why, that's the reason why. He lost all the weight hanging around them, so maybe they made him more handsome on purpose. That's a- well, I don't think they would do that because then all the girls that they want go to him. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, they were all married. Most, yeah, most of those guys were married with kids, so they were what like doctors mean? and <laughs> well, surgeons. And that, stuff. I was like, what a does lot of that times that means nothing. That means, that absolutely, means nothing. absolutely nothing. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of broken homes, a lot of upset families, and now a divorce rate that's very equal or close to being equal as the United States, right? It's like fifty percent or something like that, and only getting higher. Just in case you didn't know. Yeah, Pretty I, heavy. I, I don't know what the deal is, you know. I'm not saying that America has it figured out either because obviously our divorce rate is also very high. Right. But in Korea, it just seems like the couples don't spend a long a, a long time together before they get married. Right. It's like, you know, because Koreans go to school so long, they have to do the military service. Right. So they, they actually begin their life start late. much later yeah. than, you know, Americans do. And then they just reach this. And like we've had several Korean friends, they just reach this age and they're like, yeah, got to get married. Right. And then they just find a woman, and with three three to six months, like they they're married. They're married. Yeah. Yep. And and a lot of them don't even live with like their potential, you know. No, because they they kind of go straight from their mom's straight house, from home, straight to. And then to they might live on their own for a short while, but right. usually it's not. I mean. Yeah, you. It's very rare unless they work in another city, without their parents. Right. You will not find a single person People living on their jacking own. Jacking up, you right. know, so to speak. Um. It just doesn't happen. I mean, I mean, yeah, I agree. Like, I think that that's extremely important. So, and and it people, makes you wonder. People grow, people mature at different times, you know. Mm. And if they don't have the same goals, the same mindset, they're not on the same track. If people are changing too drastically at different periods in time, then they just grow apart. Mm. You know, it's it it's life. It really does happen. But if you don't really know the person that you're intending to spend the rest of your life with, right? And you haven't dated for years or spend a lot of time around them like you don't know what it's like when they start to change that's true yeah um some people would also mention like the the change of the culture as well and like the change of technology like technology has changed like the culture has changed you know people are more open to having many relationships as compared to like one monogamous relationship forever and you won't you know you might be shamed for it but you know it's today's day and age is more normal yeah i don't know I'm curious about all the factors that actually go into it, but it's not like it's a secret thing. Like, people have been cheating forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, <laughs> this is, like, since the dawn of human civilization. So, it's, it's, yeah, it's interesting. So, what are your solutions? Solution number one, fatten them up. Solution number two, do a series of social experiments and then publish them and then, you know, put them on YouTube or something like that. And then you can make some money from YouTube videos, right, based yeah. on his face. In fact, you can do just YouTube videos 
of him, like cooking. Yeah. See. I love those like videos of you know <coughs> the people eating and getting paid to eat. Yes. You could totally film you doing that. Mukbang. Yeah. Mukbang with your they face. Would, they would probably love to see him eat, right? That's true. I yeah. would love to see you eat. I would watch that. People make money off of watching other people, like you know. All right, we got. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's normally hashtag. It's normally pretty girls. Is. It's normally pretty girls, but you get a no. Pretty I've guy. seen I've seen some guys on there. Yeah, there's a few, yeah. of course, but normally like How I'm do you most get paid for that. YouTube videos. Yeah, you, it's vi- just views, YouTube sorry. videos. Like, is viewership? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so, like, every certain amount of views, you get a certain amount of money, right, from ads, basically. Not like the creepy Macaulay Culkin eating pizza video. Not like that. <laughs> yeah. Not like that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you could do that one. So, there you go. So, you got YouTube videos, right? Okay, you should make a list of Fend them up. Down. Right? And oh, I got it here. I can okay. just... Yeah. Listen to this if I oh, really you can want li- to listen. We're to recording this. You yes. can go back and listen to it again. We are recording this. Oh, yes. how embarrassing! <laughs> yeah, this is not embarrassing at all. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's got to be some ways. That there was some real gold last night that he missed out on. The mm. real gold. The Garth Brooks stuff. And, oh yeah. man, <laughs> poor, poor Garth Brooks. <laughs> people are people are trolling Garth Brooks on Instagram, mm. and just they they making videos and just poking fun at him and because Garth Brooks is now becoming really active on social media right for the first and Instagram time ever. and posting videos so you know he just doesn't know how to do it so they're just they're like yeah he's got it's like, like serial you know, killer your dad. eyes and he doesn't know how to smile he's a dad yeah. right yeah. it's like a dad like, doing cheesy pictures and posting them on Instagram yeah because if, Garth Brooks is a dad you right, know right and People are getting them people, shit. Yeah, just, well, they're people, just, you know, they're just internet making fun of hate. Ruthless. Ruthless. Hate. Yeah, Ruthless. Haters going to hate. Yeah. Haters going to hate this, so. Yeah, that's true. Well, they're they're going to hate probably us. You know. They won't hate him. No, no, not with this face. Yeah, not with this face. <laughs> well, actually, it's opposite. I, I actually get people to hate him all the time because they always just blame him. Yeah. Okay. Or if he does something, they blame me. It's like opposite. No, yeah. that's anytime you fuck up, just blame it on him and they'll be less mad. But there, there have been times and, and things that happen and you know us and in day and whatnot yeah. and like people life. something like she will do something that i had nothing to do with mm. and then they'll get mad at me right or opposite, opposite or, or if you know vice versa you know if i do something they yeah. won't get mad at me they'll get mad at her right it's just i don't know interesting and Very interesting when you're married people can't separate you from being like one it's unit. both of you yeah that regardless of even if there's evidence like that they can clearly see and make out it doesn't matter like the one unit fucked it up right that's just it and then instead of targeting the unit right they they pick one side of the egg to to be mad at and they normally pick the wrong side i don't know why that is (laughs) well that's why they refer to us like so basically uh, jody instead of yeah yeah and instead of jude and dodie they call us jody our dude our dude (laughs) oh i like that actually that's pretty dope when people talk about us, that's what that's they say. The they, one just say. They, yeah. they just call us dude or Jody, and everyone knows what they're saying. Hmm. What, do you like Who that? Or do you about? dislike that? Well, it's, it's, it's like, it seems uh, like there would be pros and cons. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. It does It does upset me that someone's no. calling us Jody or dude. Mm. Yeah. Because I do understand that if, I mean, I don't find it difficult to say our names, but a lot of people, when they say Jude and Dodie, they, mm. like, they run them together somehow, and they yeah. come up with like this hodgepodge hybrid word for us and that's how it started yeah and i like it. we we heard someone tell us about it and they were like i hope you guys aren't offended and i was like we don't care and then we started telling other people about it and they were like yeah we do that too mm. so like apparently every apparently it's a, a thing everybody does it everybody does it yeah they just don't tell us well it's kind of like other. us like we have names for people we just call people these names right mm, yeah like that whole situation well, what's his name 
nah, I can't even remember his real name anymore yeah. because we poke fun at him. Yeah. And Wait, we dude, were, dude with the hat. Like, Zach. Like that. Oh, Zach. Zach. Well, what is, what is his real name? <laughs> See, uh-huh. you, you done fucked up. See, you're doing, you're doing it too. And he's going to listen to this. Yeah. And yeah, he's there's a guy that we like, know. And, sorry, Zach. And Wait. Sorry. Well, he's not his real name anyway. So, like. Sorry, dude. He knows who he is. Yeah. And, yeah. and we, only a couple people know who we're talking about. Out drinking. And, and I was convinced that our friend told us his name was Zach. Zach. Right. And then we were at Yellow Taxi one night and he bought like loads of tequila shots. And the well, next no, day. We, we, we didn't know. Like, and then you messaged one of our mutual friends. Yeah. We, we messaged her. And like, yeah, we're really hung over. It was the Zach attack. And she was like, hmm. what, the what? what is a Zach attack? Zach and attack. I was like, you know, Zach would kept buying those shots. It's the Zach attack. And she was like, his, his name name's is not, not Zach. Zach. <laughs> it's, and then and I was like, I've been calling then, him Zach forever. And then she told him. Yeah. And, and so saying? then like, he lets us call him Zach. Yeah. Okay. But that's not his name. So but he won't let anyone else call him Zach. Just you guys. Our yeah. friend so special call him Zach, and he was like, "No, you can't call me Zach. Only Jude and Dodie can call me Zach." <laughs> I like I like this guy, Zach. I like you. But oh we, wait, I can't call him Zach either. Yeah, I'm not allowed we, to. We give people Son nicknames. Son of a bitch. Sometimes it's easier to remember, or like if we're having a conversation and we don't know, want anyone to know who we're talking about. Right. We'll throw out the key. Whatever. We'll make a pet name. Yeah. Pet yeah, that's good. I think that's smart, actually, to be honest with you. Yeah. Here's, I mean, if you know There's them a lot as people, of time to talk about this. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, and you guys like travel a lot as well, so mm-hmm. of course you have lots of time to actually discuss these matters. I'm surprised you haven't came up with any solutions for his face yet, but don't worry, we can make this. No. A, we can make this a community effort. You should put. You just put John, it on rise together. Yes. together. Post it on Day John Peeps and be like, guys, I have a really urgent oh, problem. No. Yeah, and just see. <laughs> you and just know, see what I don't anyone like Day John Peeps are gonna have like lots of haters on there, so I can't. I can't ever post it. Oh, Either they're gonna hate me or hate the, him. For the way some it. of the the posts go and, and the, mm. the thread of comments yeah. below. <laughs> some of it is funny as shit though. <laughs> some of it is funny. Like I've never said anything crazy, but I've seen people just like just say like. I love it when people try to shit. sell like a half eaten sandwich or like a sock. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that too. I love it. Yeah. And I, I've always wanted somebody to be like angry with me, but it's never happened. But I want it to happen just once. Just once. Oh, you never had it? I mean, I had my angry thing on. But like, like the oh, hater with the Thanksgiving dinner the first mm-hmm. year we had it. Oh, what did they say? Oh, like this guy. Yeah, he, he was, was commenting on it. He about, was so mad. He was like, oh, the price is way too expensive. How dare you, you know, take advantage of people on a holiday. Right. Taking advantage of foreigners on a holiday. And I'm like, first of all, <laughs> I am a foreigner. Right. Because he was accusing us of being Koreans. Mm-hmm. Right. Not knowing how to cook American food. Oh, oh shit. Okay. And I'm like, no. And, and then he's like, basically saying that everything's going to come from a box. But it, it was all grand. And, and yeah. he... he Stuck his foot in his mouth, right? And he kind of, and then all my friends started trolling, right? The whole trolling thing, him. <laughs> yeah. And How it was you. really funny at yeah. the comments all our amazing. friends made at that time. Right. I lived in Dijon. They don't live here anymore, but yeah, we ended up being out at the GS that night, and a bunch of our friends came over and we showed them the post. So then they they learned they about it through like our word of mouth, and then they got on there and then started trolling him even harder. Oh my god, <laughs> this is great. So that worked out in your favor then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Very interesting. Well, I still think that it would be interesting. If, even if you don't do it on Day John Peeps, you can just do it on your own Facebook with your own friends and family and just see what see what they say. 
Yeah, how because get, I feel I feel like they would understand. The they would understand the most, right? They would understand your perspective. They would understand his perspective. They would be able to say like, "Oh, here's a real viable solution to your problem," because this is clearly a problem for at least Dodie. So <laughs> at least Dodie. Yeah. One of us has a problem. The other one doesn't. Yeah. Nope. Well, he has a problem, but he doesn't realize that it's a problem for him. Like when it's so funny when he walks into our little neighborhood yeah. store. Yeah. The old lady <laughs> starts giggling. Oh really? <laughs> Really? They, they, in Korean, they call him beautiful. <gasps> what is I his was name? I in there one day. Aramdata. Buying some eggs. Yeah. And she's, she's in there with like her two other gal pals. And they're yeah. just chatting it up, whatever. And they're just like, they're like giggling and getting giddy. And they're like, oh, Edamon Royo. And she's like, Edamon Royo. <laughs> and then she's like, I called him Yeboda. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I have to get the fuck out of this store. <laughs> This lady this calls great. me beautiful. Dude, you can make money just like that. Like, ladies, how much time. would you pay? How much would you pay? Like, how much free she shit would you give me from smile. the GS25? Yeah, she doesn't smile at me. Yeah. Doesn't say anything to me. Yeah. But you remember, I went in a store to buy something recently, and I walked in first, and she didn't. And then as soon as she started walking, she starts giggling. I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is what you got to do. You got to talk to her and be like, hey, listen, how much would you pay me? Or how much free soldier would you give me if I took off my shirt in the store? Just ask. Just ask. And we she- have that neighborhood block of ladies that sit outside mm-hmm. and try to feed us. I was oh. coming home one day. Somebody gave me a piece of watermelon. <laughs> nice. That's amazing. They're great. I we love have good neighbors. That's really cool. Nice neighborhood. Wait, where's the neighborhood do you live in? In Galma. Oh, Galma. Oh, yeah. Galma's nice. Yeah. Yeah. We also live in Golden Tower. But it's not it's not shitty gold on the outside. It's just the name of our villa. Thank you. See, this this is not even like a gold. It's just like <laughs> this is like when a an, baby had diarrhea gold. Yeah, like, yeah. I horrible. wonder why they don't wash the buildings in Korea. Like, mm, that's a good question. I've seen window washers in Seoul. I know they exist, but hmm. this building needs to get a nice, you know. Yeah, it's a pressure washer. It's bad. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah every, every I always tell people like it says gold tower and it. Uh, supposedly it looks it gold but it just, it's kind of like just a shitty gold yeah terrible yellow yeah yeah that's basically what it is it's okay though they try it at least mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. they're not gonna say like shitty gold tower no you know of course not or a terrible gold tower or kind of yellow tower kind of <laughs> yellow tower <laughs> sort of kind of yeah that'll be cool though that'll be interesting cool so that was your free topic do you have one or do you just not do you no, want to talk was, about this is this is you our, want to talk about dodie's face this is our and what, what dodie's no, face is not, he, who wouldn't dare <laughs> i wouldn't dare <laughs> talk about dodie's face this is just you know our topic we have other things see at least you got options though see that's the thing like if you ever did get divorced right you got plenty of options you can you can oh, literally don't feed his head with that you can Jeez. literally backtrack and just go and just like go to the gay the, bar i go can to do whatever place. i want yeah you can have old ladies you can have gay guys you can have random filipino women who gives you massages but massages, but massages and, <laughs> yeah so you got you got plenty of things you to can do. have that creepy cab driver that was trying to fill up your leg oh. at one time oh yeah you can have him too there you go yeah. didn't even know about him until now yeah. but there you go let him There's cop a so feel many stories time. so many stories with that face it's amazing. Yeah. You you need to start tallying telling though if you haven't been doing it. Just every time something happens like you just tally it up and then when you're just like, write it down, when you're have like, a Jude's face journal. Exactly. Like a swear drawer. And when you're like a hundred years old, they put money in there. Exactly. Look how handsome yeah. you once were. Let me read you these stories, dear. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when you're again, like when you're like a hundred years old, you can just say, Hey, it's gonna be like, the Sean Connery or whatever of Yes. Whatever. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Do you remember the two million and five hundred sixty thousand and three? You're like, yeah, like that's how many how many compliments you got. Well, we can end it with uh, Dodie, your lucky woman, and leave it at that.
<laughs> she is lucky. <laughs> Definitely lucky. <laughs> See, he knows it. We all know it, but she won't admit it. Because if she admits it, that means she's she's basically feeding into the problem, right? She doesn't right? want to feed into the problem. I can't, I can't, I can't feed that. I can't. Yeah. He he gets it enough. He doesn't yeah, need everybody to brings it. you up and then she needs to bring you down, right? She it's needs called to a be balance. The catalyst, right? Yeah, basically. I, I did. I wrote in his Valentine's Day card how handsome his face was. Yeah. In quotations. <laughs> <laughs> handsome husband. <laughs> it doesn't even it doesn't come out of his quotations. But she did still say it. You know what? Yeah, With it's, my, it's actually written out inside. Husband. Yeah, and she's not lying either because people yeah. did say that. Hmm. And maybe it is her quotations, but she can't admit it, right? Mm. So she has the yeah. Some food for thought. Food for, food we'll for ponder thought. it. We'll ponder it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Let's so let's jump into your guys's passions and. Who's going yeah. first, or are you she guys going go together? First, since I took over the open topic. Yeah. So I have uh, two two passions one is um exercise and doing exercise outdoors in the elements something that i really enjoy and then my other passion is music okay i play music in uh in korea and we're really fortunate um we're quite lucky to get lined up with some awesome people that gives us the chances and the opportunity to play all over korea nice um and keeps us pretty busy Mm. you know and it's it's nice and I, i love listening to music and learning music and being out there and then also being in bands for so long in korea being the constant i kind of took over you know managing the band booking the gigs dealing with contracts so it's all kind of like learn as you go type right. stuff because i'm you know before korea i never ever did that before hmm. so uh you know meeting people and and the business aspect of it is also really interesting and you know yeah so okay those are my passions so how did you fall in love with like doing exercise outdoors and then how did you fall in love with music and then of course i want you to tell me like what instruments you play and then like what type of music you love and etc um i would well i mean i've always enjoyed being outdoors um and it wasn't until 2010 when i started uh getting into crossfit really seeing the differences in other kinds of exercise and then seeing how they use fitness and then being like, well, I like this. This is cool. But like, we, this looks like we can apply it to not inside Hmm. and then finding some parks and then using natural elements or just bringing some things that I've bought from, you know, the internet, like a sandbag or a kettlebell or, you know, filling a basketball up with sand um, to use it as a weighted object and then take it outside and then try to find an interesting, creative way to use it, you know, to enhance fitness. Hmm. Because, you know, gyms, gyms are good, you know, and they're important, but it's also really great to just get outside and, and make up new movements or use existing pieces of equipment that are outside to help people get fit. Right. And so I have a little uh, cacao group with like 12, 13 people in it, maybe four actually show up. Mm. But, you know, we try to go out on the weekends and uh, get fit in the elements. Okay. Use parks, benches, you know, pull up bars, trails, and things like that to run on. So, and depending on the environmental uh, item you have available to you, just your workouts are based off that. Yeah. Okay. So, so for example, let's say you see a bench. Like, what workouts are you gonna do on a bench? Oh, you can jump on the bench. You can jump over it. You can, you know, you can do weighted step ups on it. Um, you could lay on it and do sit ups if you don't want to be on the ground. Mm-hmm. You know, or you can. Uh, we've got some hurdles at this middle school in Galma that we that we jump over sometimes we push them you know sometimes we drag them sometimes we carry them you know just just using what's there right and, and 
picking it up or throwing it or tossing it or, you know, and then, you know, creating rounds or doing things to see how long it takes you to do them or pushing things for distances, things like that. So do you do this instead of going to a gym? I do both. Okay. So I have a gym membership that I go to, you know, four, four days a week, five days a week, and then on the weekend, usually train outdoors. Okay, excellent. So you do stuff with that either, I assume, as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. for, I was on the Dragon Boat team um, okay. for, a lo- for a long time with Eddie. The first, the first year, the second year that he did it, I was on the Dragon Boat team. And then I got a new phone, and so I was, you know, booted out of the Cacao group chat. And then I ran into Eddie. Was it at the wine festival? And he was like, like an ideal exactly place to run. He's like, hey man, how's it the going? Blah, blah, blah. And we started foreigners. talking, and he was just mm-hmm. like, do you want to be in the Dragon Boat team again this year? And I was like, fuck yeah, yeah. And he, I was like, I, I was like, what happened to the chat? And he was like, I thought you were in the chat. And I was like, yeah, I got a new phone, you know. And he was like, oh, I'll add you in. So then I was in um, the that year that we saw him. I don't know when that was. And then that was last year. Hmm. No, the year before, year before. last. We last year it got it, like canceled something happened yeah. because we didn't have enough people to make the team yeah right you know to make a dragon boat team yeah, you need yeah, yeah. like 14 people and then you need alternates you know to come in especially on race day and we had you know barely enough people to fill the boat coming to practices right and you can't and the thing is eddie's dragon boat team is really was really successful like we were fucking winning yeah I winning prize money winning first and second place you know every year we we placed in the top in dajon which would take us to gimbo and we would race in the the massive world dragon boat championship we had teams from vietnam and china and all this stuff and we were racing against them it was incredible right and then i it just it it's really confusing to see something that's so successful and so neat because before korea i've only seen dragon boat racing on tv there's no way i would have been able to be a part of a team in america right you know because it just doesn't exist and to have it in korea to have a team that's successful with you know teachers by day you know dragon boat hobbyist booze hounds on the weekend right and actually win shit yeah is unreal and it just i i really loved it i was sad to see it go away but i mean you know i don't have 14 buddies that i can convince to come and drag a boat right and also it was getting canceled a lot in the mornings the practice was because of the pollution you yeah, know the air quality year, was the air really quality bad. Is getting worse and worse nobody wants to work out outside whenever the air quality is bad mm-hmm that makes sense because I, I started getting into it last year and then I was like trying to come and people just stopped going. Yep. Yeah. It was fun though. Yeah, and then you have to practice. You know, you got to get your, your sink together for the boat. I mean, it's, it's work. Right. Hmm. Okay, but, so you know. so <clears throat> so between working out outside, right, doing like random things like that, working out at the gym, you exercise a lot, right? Do you do any like like martial arts or any other sports? Oh, like- I did Um, when... I was living back home before I came to Korea. Um, my buddy Eric was uh, really big into Tang Sudo, so we would uh, we would <laughs> we had a bag with pads and we would spar. Nice on the on Sundays, and so like sometimes we do it at his house, sometimes we come to my house, and then we would train with weapons like boa ken or the um, wooden sword, tanfas, uh, nunchucks. All that sort of stuff, and I really, really enjoyed it. And then I owned a CrossFit gym in America, and one of my clients owned a Taekwondo slash Tang Sudo gym. Nice. And so um, we worked out a trade where he paid so much money for his gym membership, and then me and my buddy we would go and train with him. Right. And so learn learn some grappling, learning some ground techniques, how to get out of holds, how to put people in holds. Right. Just trying to advance your technique with the most valuable 
information that you can possibly get your hands on. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. That's, a, that's really cool. And how about sports? Do you play any sports? Oh, no, not really. My music keeps us really busy on the weekend, so I don't have a lot of time to uh, join any sort of sports. Because all sports groups are going to do things you on, know, on Saturdays yeah. and Sundays. And usually with the band, we're traveling one to two weekends out of the month. Oh, and okay. so I would feel pretty shitty and non-dedicated to a team if I was like, yeah, you know, I, can, I can only join you guys you know, twice a month. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, it's kind of unfair for them, right? Yeah, because I was almost on the rugby team, the Dejon Knights rugby team they had my buddy um james taylor really wanted me to join but at that time was right when i started playing music out of town and i was like yeah i don't want to commit to that because i don't want to let you guys down you know as a teammate and a team member but yeah and you you're more passionate about music anyway right yeah so music what instruments do you play what kind of music do you really enjoy Um, how did you like fall in love with it yeah i play the drums uh that's my only instrument i don't i can't play bass or guitar piano um self-taught from when I was a little kid, uh, I guess when I was eight, nine, ten, something like that, they was doing they were doing the Beatles anthology on CBS. So it was this massive television program going through the life of the Beatles, and then they were releasing a double CD set every week or every episode that it aired, and then you could buy the songs that they featured on the show, and then it was you know digitally remastered and redone and all this stuff. And I'm watching it in my grandma's house, and I'm seeing Ringo on the drums and i was like that fucking guy looks mm. so cool i was like that's that's the instrument i want to play i want to play drums so then when i went to middle school i joined the the band and i was playing snare drum and then i fucked around with xylophone for a little bit i played a little bit of tuba and then one day around seventh or eighth grade i walked in and there was a drum kit set up in the band practice space and i was like I this can is play my chance that. to shine no i just looked at it and i was like <laughs> i I could play that. I know what to do with all the things. Like, I, I can play it. Right. In my mind, I just knew it. And then they took it down a few weeks later. And then my dad, that November or December, he's like, so what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, I want a drum set. Hmm. And he's like, why the fuck do you want a drum set? I was like, because I want to play drums. And he's like, but you don't play drums. Hmm. You can't play drums. I was like, but I can <laughs> play drums. Right. And he's just like, get you're insane why would I, you know what drums cost why right. would i buy a drum kit for you you can't and i was like but that's what i want and mm. he's like you got to change your mind i was like nope I'm not changing my mind i want drums and he just like he just dismissed me and mm. then a few weeks later he's like let's go and i was like where are we going he was like you gonna see and i was like all right mm. so we ended up at a pawn shop and uh he, he was like you see those drums over there i was like i do he was like if you play them they're yours if you suck they stay in the store mm. i was like i need some sticks then Nice. <laughs> and I went over and I played them, and we we bought a drum set. That's fucking. And that's then, so uh, cool. I love that story. That was it. And and so and then ever since then, playing drums ever since. That's so dope. Did you continue doing drums while you were in school? And yeah, I mean, I played through throughout middle school and high school, and then when we got married, I got really into martial arts. So I took my drums down because mm-hmm. we bought a house, and then I converted my drum room into. Uh, like a Marshall saw about it, like a big. What uh, a great wife I am! He had his own room for his drums. Yeah, heavy bag stand <laughs> and. Uh, See, she gets credit too. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. does. She does. And then, so <laughs> I stopped playing me. drums for years. Like I hadn't picked up a drumstick in five years. Right. Four years after coming to Korea, mm. and one night we're at the cantina, a local legendary watering hole that sadly isn't here anymore. I've heard. And uh, Dodie was talking to a buddy. And he was saying that he had a gig scheduled and they couldn't do it because his drummer was going back to Canada to right. see his family. And right. Dodie's like, 
just ask Jude. He plays drums. And he's like, what? Yeah, Jude will play. Just just send him your songs. He'll learn them. Mm. And so I, she comes downstairs, and she's like, I got you a gig. And I was like, the fuck you mean you got me a gig? Yeah, you're going to go play drums for, for him. And I was like... <laughs> what who the fuck is this guy yeah 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 he needs a drummer you you just play you just go play for them and i was like oh okay mm. so he sent me the songs learned the songs and then uh that same night someone saw me play i got a message a few the same the same sorry exactly seven days later telling me they wanted to start an 80s rock band mm. and i was like oh cool yeah sounds good so that's how my first band um in korea named johnny five came to be nice and then from that band, um, the guitarist that was in Johnny Five was also the guitarist for another band that had been around for a long time called the Manwans. Mm-hmm. And so I joined them. Yep. And then from the Manwans, Van Walker, the person that came up with the concept and the idea of funk for Bump City, right. pulled me in and was like, I want you to be my, my funky drummer. Nice. And I was like, all right, Van, <laughs> I shall be your funky drummer. There you go. And then that's, that's here we are. Nice. Um, so what type of music do you really like to play then? Like, what is your genre of choice? And, um, you know, do you have I any, like... I probably, personally, really like playing rock or, like, heavy metal. Um, and then, so when Van asked me to be a funk drummer, I was like, I, I don't really know shit about funk. Right. Like, I, I know what it sounds like. Right. I don't really know how to... I don't really understand the rhythmic pattern of funk. And, like, we just had a long talk. And, like, he sent me some, some artists to check out and things of that nature. And then as I'm playing funk drums more and more, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like learning new things and learning new tricks and watching new videos. And, you know, YouTube's amazing for teaching yourself things, especially it's when true. it comes to instruments. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at the moment, I'm changing my, my passion. I really enjoy, you know, funk drumming. And some of the, and we're introducing some more 80s stuff um, here and there in the set list. So it gives me a chance to play other stuff that i really enjoy but then also still focusing on the funk drumming so nice yeah. so you, you can have like a plethora of music that you are that you're yeah. able to play and that you enjoy yeah i mean I, I love motown i love 50s and 60s um i love country um country is a genre like, that people don't appreciate enough yeah. in my opinion yeah, yeah i love i love drumming to country music it's, it's a lot of fun because you know you, country just gives you so much freedom to kind of do whatever you want right. on the drums um and it's really great. And there's a like Kenny Chesney's drummer. Oh God, that guy is so talented. He's absolutely incredible. Um, but there's there's a lot of really great country drummers out there that you don't know they're so great because you know they're playing country. But right. like if you watch their YouTube channels or you check them out on Instagram, like they're extremely talented people. Um, so yeah, uh, I like 70s. I like pop. I love 70s hard rock. Um, just I like hip hop. You have like um, like a favorite drummer? Ian Pace, Deep Purple. I don't know who that is, but there you go. Yeah. That sounds interesting. So, like, why is he your favorite drummer? Is there something that he does that, you know, it's that really... The, it's his timing. It's the way... Well, because he's, he's a classically trained jazz drummer. Okay. But, you know, Deep Purple's, you know, really heavy. They, they were one of the heaviest bands of their time in the 70s. Hmm. Um, but it's the way he uses jazz rudiments, jazz techniques, his jazz sticking, but he puts it in a rock and roll setting. Right. So because he has that background and he has that training, he's able to pull from the jazz elements but incorporate that into rock drumming. Right. And does that somehow like accentuate the music a little bit? Yeah. Or okay. Yeah, it makes it a lot more interesting. Because his his hands and his feet are so fast, he can add percussive elements in there that someone who's not jazz trained probably couldn't add into a rock and roll song. Right. Hmm. And he does it with very good 
tastefulness. Like the way he puts it in there is uh, gives amazing. you a hard arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's the best way to explain it. That's really cool. So, what would be like? What are your ambitions when it comes to music? Is there like something that you like want to accomplish as like an? Oh, let's just say this: like as an athlete and um, well, athlete, well, as somebody who works out and as uh, a musician, do you want to like? produce an album do you want to like you know climb a mountain like what what is something that you really want to do with these passions that you love oh well as far as exercising goes i i just personally enjoy showing people how to use outdoor elements to get fit because the a lot of people out there want to get fit Mm. no one wants to be obese no one wants to be diabetic no one wants to die at a young age but a lot of people are they're really reserved and they're afraid to ask people questions Mm -hmm. Um, so I really enjoy just showing people that it's not that hard, that you can do it, even though it, in the beginning it's going to be tough. If you just ask the right questions and show up and don't quit, then, you know, you can get there. Right. And, and so, I mean, that that's about it. And as long as I can still walk and run and jump and climb on things, I will continue to be fit and try to help anyone that's interested. Um, as far as drumming, I mean, I don't everything that's happened in Korea with band so far is just something that I never thought would ever happen because I really thought I was completely done right. with, with playing music altogether. Until Dodie fucked it up. Yeah, until Dodie got me a gig yeah. randomly on yeah. the rooftop of Cantina. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I... Um, we have a little meme going, don't talk to Dodie until, like, what is it? Give Dodie at least 48 hours after she's been drinking and talked about anything she has scheduled with you when she was drunk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Is that like an automatic message when they send you like the, like the <laughs> they next morning? They should stamp it on my head when yeah. I go out. Yeah. Before we commit to things, yeah, talk to talk, me about talk it. Talk to yeah. each other. But then we we make double bad decisions when we yeah. we're like, yeah, that's a great idea. And the next morning you're like, what the fuck? And then somebody's like, yeah, so yeah. about that thing you talked about, and it's yeah. like, oh yeah, we did say we were gonna do that. Mm. Oh yeah, dear. oh shit. We we double book all the time on accident. That's okay. It happens. So, so yeah, how about, so yeah, as a musician, then what is it? Is there anything that you want to achieve? Do you want to have like a magnum opus, like magnum opus type of music? Or, um, you know, do you want to take your band and do like a tour? Like, you know, that, a, a tour would be really cool. Um, I don't know if we could do that, you know, all being teachers working, you know, right. during the weekday and then just having off on the weekends. But it seems like, well, the, the band's like, it's just growing and growing. So in the beginning, you know, we were just playing in Daejeon and then, you know, I was thinking it'd be great if we could get out of the city, if we could play other places, other towns. And then we started doing that the next year. And then I ended up getting um, hooked up with the guy that runs Good Times Rock, Michael So. And then we started playing festivals for him. So we started doing like the Jindo Sea Parting Festival and playing the Gapyeong Craft Beer Festival, Daegu, and Daegu Craft Beer Festival, Sinchon Craft Beer Festival, all of these different things. Like we played on the, the Holigo boat for a craft beer festival we played on some what was the name of that boat that leaves out of the, the gimpo hour turn anyway there, there's a cruise ship so we ended up playing like on a cruise ship cruising down the river for mm-hmm. christmas and then yeah. we did another one like for july 4th we played on on the boat um and then you know from there now we've gotten sort of a lead in with some military bases so this year we're going to start playing you know gigs for the u.s armed forces and pyongtech and osan so it Every year we're doing newer and newer shit hmm. and doing things that we've never done before and taking the band to a, a whole new level. So I, I don't really know if I have like an ambition or hmm. a goal in mind. It just seems like because we work really hard, because we practice really hard and we play out a lot, our hard work is 
you know, the fruits of our labor, you know, essentially it's just paying off big, big time for the band and people are really liking us and enjoying us and wanting to come and listen to it. That's and dope. as a musician, when you get people that want to, that purposely pursue you and want to listen to what, what you do, what you put out there and what you play, then like, there's no bigger compliment right. in my opinion than that. Do you record your music? Do you yeah. have like an album or well, songs we, or anything? Yeah, the Menwans has a <clears throat> couple songs on Bandcamp. Okay. That you can find. Um, why, but, why don't you record your music if you don't mind my asking? Well, because it's not original. It's all cover. Oh, cover it's songs. All cover songs. Yeah. Okay, I see. We're no, a cover why, band. why no original songs? Uh, well, this particular project, Bump City, is not an originals band. Okay. It was just. It's always been a cover band. Okay. Like, we've never written any music. Hmm. I think it's hard for any of the bands. Um, to do original music simply because um, there are so many members that come and go. Like these bands have been through members and members and members. Um, so it's hard to have everyone's opinion about an idea, an original song when you have so many people going in and out the bands. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the fifth, fifth lineup of Bump City. I'm the only original member left. Right. So we've changed out guitarists and bassists and lead singers and, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, because sure. people just come and go. Yeah, you know, it's it's actually, it's really difficult to find people to play with. And then I would say, you know, people get here in March, they probably find out about that there's some music happening May, June. Mm. You start practicing, so you got to practice. You got to get tight. You got to get good. If you're writing original music, that takes a long time. Even covering songs, like you're gonna probably have to practice a month and a half, two months. Right. So that puts you at July, August. So you start playing music out, and then people are gone in February mm. or March. Yeah. So it 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 takes a while to find the right group of people to find out where to practice, to find bars to play in, and then like you put in all that work, and then you just leave. Mm. But it is sad and disheartening because these days it seems to be a huge lack of people wanting to to make a band, play music because we we don't really have an expat musician scene in Dayjohn anymore. We right. used to have a lot of bands. And a lot of musicians practicing and, and, you know, really wanting to go out on stage and play. But there are hardly none. Like, there's a lot of Korean bands. Yeah. Of course, there are in Korea. But there just seems to be either a, a lack of interest or just a massive lack of musicians that are moving to, to Daejeon these days. Mm. Or people that are just not wanting to play out or, or find groups of people to make music with. Right. Or don't want to enter into, like, what you said earlier, like, oh, well, they're just going to leave anyway. Like, why yeah. would I commit all this time to building these relationships, learning the songs, and, you know, doing this? No, it's and a hobby, you know, hobbyists. It also <laughs> seems, you know, with social media platforms changing so often, you know, Facebook used to be the main hub for people. Now anyone who's younger is pretty anti-Facebook, not using it as much anymore. Right. And so instead of someone coming up with a new centralized location for people to share things on, now you have people that are on Twitter, people that are on Instagram, Snapchat, and and older people are on Facebook now. There's just not one there's not one location that everybody's looking at mm -hmm. or using to find where events are happening. So it it seems it's it's almost like the social media world just can't focus on one place. If you're if you're not on Snapchat, if you're not on Instagram, you're not on Twitter. Yeah. You know, if you're only using Facebook and you're looking for that or just pick any other social media platform that you mainly use, you're going to miss out on other other things because there's so many things that people are using. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, well, I hope it works out for you. I hope you guys can have a consistent band and do everything that you guys want to do. Yeah. I'm, 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 curi I'm just curious on, like, 
um, if you wanted to, for example, if somebody was like, hey, you know, I want you to lead this, uh, lead a band, and I'll provide all the people for you. Like, and would you? What would be the first thing you would do after you practice, after you get your songs down? Would you like do a tour? Would you like go back to the states? And be like, all right, everybody, come on, we're gonna go do this, and we're gonna like live this life. Yeah, I mean, that that would be it. You know, obviously, you gotta get videos, you gotta get recordings of what you do, song list, logos, promotional pictures, and then you put that together in like an what they call an EPK or, or an electronic press kit. Right. And then you start contacting promoters in like festival organizers right and you know just putting it out there trying to get trying to get jobs trying to get hired so you would do this as a career for sure well yeah okay if you had the opportunity okay yeah i was curious interesting yeah. english teacher by day musician by weekend hey that's what you gotta do man you gotta, <laughs> you gotta gotta make the money right you gotta make it gotta, it gotta feed that hobby yeah symbols exactly. are expensive yeah yeah <laughs> drums sure. are expensive yeah our music oh uh, sorry our um, instruments more expensive here in korea than they are back yeah because there's because yeah. you know there's importation taxes because oh, yes, Korea doesn't, Korean music producers or music musician, musical manufacturers don't exist. Right. You know, Korea doesn't make a lot of musical instruments, so right. it all comes from another country. Right. So just like if you order something on Amazon, you're going to pay the importation tax on that. So yeah, then they true. take that tax, and then you know they're not going to pay for that. They pass it on to you. So everything in Korea musically is much more expensive, yeah. twenty to thirty percent higher. I know the same thing is like for like cameras and like computers and stuff as well. So even Korean-made products, like a Kia car, is more expensive here than it is back home. Yeah, that's a that's a whole Samsung different Samsung TVs, LG TVs right there. Yeah. are more expensive here. Well, it's it just like back home. A yeah. lot of times, you know, in America, domestically made things are more generally more expensive than imported things. So it's kind of opposite. Yeah, well, if I mean, think about it. well, because like basically, you know, not to get like too political, but mainly yeah. the, uh, you know, the Korean conglomerate companies basically own the economy, so they can charge whatever they want to Koreans, and Koreans will basically have no choice but to buy it. Mm. So. Yeah, I know it's it's something that they've you know talked about, and they're gonna you know they're slowly trying to you know dissipate. But it's like the pride yeah. tax, right? We're we're proud that we made this. Yeah, so exactly. We'll gladly pay more for it. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. they had a big huge outlash recently with the Lush Lush products. Oh, really? Um, even the quality too. Is like, because they said that Lush and Korea is eighty percent more. Yeah. Markup. Yeah. From the originally made products, Jeez. and they can get it cheaper. When they go to like the UK or whatever, yeah. Um, and then they had a Lush advertise this big sale, um, I think last week, mm-hmm. and Seoul, for sure. I know at one of the stores, and the sales prices were actually just a normal price for the Lush products, but they didn't supply it enough of it. Mm. So people had were like going crazy. They sold out in no time. I'm no sure. time. Mm-hmm. And then people were complaining because they had been waiting for hours to get into the store to buy stuff. But by the time they got in, there was nothing there. Damn. Or all the sales prices were gone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. By the time they restocked. Yeah. My colleague, um, he bought his um, Samsung TV from the United States. He's Korean. Yeah. He's like, it's cheaper. I just buy it from the United States. That's it. (laughs) And I was like, damn, dude, that's crazy. So we were, we were we were talking. We were trying to figure out like if they actually just sent it from down the street, or if they, <laughs> if they literally sent it from the United States, like a Korean TV from the United States to his house. We still haven't figured it out yet, but you know, yeah, it's a thing. Cool. I was I was curious. All right. So those are your passions. Do you have any more? No, 
Just no? those two. Damn, that's a bad sound. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I I definitely fucked that up. We didn't do it. Yeah, that was me. I, I agree. I do things like that on the podcast all the time, and I always like apologize to people, and I, I don't think they really forgive me, but hopefully they do. So, <laughs> Dodie, what are your passions? Um, Animals. Basically, animals. Okay. Yeah. Dodie loves animals. Loves learning about animals. Learning about Every new animals. Every trip I drive animals. to somewhere about animals. Either we go to rescues, we go to shelters, yeah. we go to refuges. zoos, we go to refuges, we mm. go to all kinds of different things. Okay. Anything to do with animals. So how did you fall in love with animals then? Um, since I was a kid, I guess. I start I was with the boys playing with snakes and baby alligators and hmm. um rabbits. We had a pet raccoon at one point in time. Fuck raccoons. Um I've had bad experiences. It's just, so. it's just like a, you know. Did you go to a raccoon? It's like a cat, right? One of those experience. angry cats. No. <laughs> no, I was, long story short, I was like house sitting and they had a bunch of chickens that I had to take care of the chickens and they were having this raccoon problem with the raccoon trying to oh, get yeah. and kill the chickens, basically. Yeah. So um, they had locks and everything like that, right? And I did everything, everything correctly. And the fucking raccoon found a way to get in the chicken coop and basically kill all the chickens. While I was house sitting. Oh, they're smart. They have like those little hands, you know? Well, talking about those little hands, this is what this little bastard did. All right. So let's briefly, I'm sorry if I'm taking from your time, but briefly, no, no, no. this is what happened. The fucking raccoon scratched at the door, the bottom of the door, right? Scratched at the bottom of the door is basically taking away like a lot of the wood because it wasn't like this, it wasn't like a really heavy door, right? Mm. Then he dug a little hole under the door. Like a little hole, right? And then like pried the door open like a little bit, just to fit, I guess, fit in the hole yeah, at a certain can, angle. They can fit. Into he slithered his way in there. Yeah. Killed all the chickens. Did he eat it, or he just killed them? He killed them. He might. Uh, he killed them for sure. But I don't know if he ate them. Didn't look like he did. He took the eggs and he fucking left. Oh, he was going for the eggs. I gotcha. What an asshole. It made me look really bad. Um, but here's a good thing, though. The owners of the house were, were good friends of mine. And um, they, they told me ahead of time. They're like, we have a raccoon problem, but we put up security measures. We think it's going to work. We think it's going to work. Didn't fucking work. So now I had a whole chicken coop full of dead chickens. And I had to clean them up. And I put them in the trash bag. And I had to put them in the trash can. And it was, it was really bad. Mm. And I had no more fresh eggs, which really upset me. Aww. <laughs> Farm eggs are better. Farm hey, man, better. those eggs were really good. And, yeah. of course, all I had to do was just go in there every morning, right? right. Wait, let the chickens out, grab the eggs, leave. Yeah. And then I had some f- fucking fresh eggs. And I was I was making, like, three egg omelets every day, chilling, because I had to wash house for, like, a week. So no more omelets. Yeah, my dad uh, raised chickens when I was a kid. We, we live on a – my dad was a sugar cane farmer. We live on, like, a mile of property. So we had pigs and cows and chickens and rabbits and shit. And we had uh, a mink problem. Minks, Minks. came yeah. and killed – like, drank all the blood out of our entire chicken coop. Like, killed 60 chickens. 60? Damn. Yeah, I, I – that's fucking crazy. Pe- yeah. farmers, farmers get the utmost respect for me. I don't think people realize, like, the, the issues they got to go through. And those chickens, like when you go to like a farm store or what we call like a feed store, and you buy those chickens, like yeah. we had like designer chickens. We, th- these weren't some like <laughs> mutt chickens or some. These are like know, the Gucci bottom, chickens. Like, these were shit. these were like Z Calvarici chickens. You know, like oh, there was that's a lot of like when you start 
murdering chickens like that, mm. you just lost a shitload of money. So quickly, what is the difference between chickens? Like, does it produce different eggs? Or They're like, just different breeds. Yeah, different, different breeds. breeds. Like, why is one breed better than another? Quality, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, quality of the egg, quality of the meat. Quality of the eggs for yeah. farms. Yeah. Eggs. Um, I had chickens, but we had, like, the meat chickens. Okay. Y'all had egg chickens? Yeah, or, yeah. egg chickens. Oh, yeah, egg chickens. Oh, so there's a difference between mm-hmm. egg chickens and meat chickens. Okay. Yeah, I think the, the chickens, the egg chickens are brown, right? Yeah, brown or black. The, okay. The eaten chickens are white. Yeah, they get bigger. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I, and I know there's thighs, different breeds. Breasts. Yeah. Like they had that breed of chicken that was on Friends. Yeah. Like the crazy looking chicken mm-hmm. with the furry feet. I don't know what kind of chicken that was either. We call it, we call it the Friends chicken. The Friends chicken. The Friends chicken. <laughs> yeah. I had chickens and I wanted chickens because I was in 4-H and they were like, if you want to raise chickens, you know, you can raise chickens. But yeah. and my but dad let me get chickens. But he's like, if I build this chicken coop and you get these chickens, you're going to have to help us kill them. Right. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I killed them and defeathered them and I didn't eat chicken for like months after that. Yeah. But, you know, we did it every year after that. And when my cousin Justin found yeah. out that uh, hamburgers came from cows, yeah, he refused to eat hamburgers for oh, like really? three or four months. Aww. <laughs> and then he realized, I can never, ever give up hamburgers ever again. And I can never give up fried chicken. Me too neither. Delicious. That's a, it's too fucking good. I'm too sorry. I just, you know, there's this, the best chicken place in Gundong. <gasps> Tell me about it. Tell Kung, me about it afterwards. Kung chicken. Oh, Kung Tong chicken. Yeah. There's one right around the street. Right around the corner. No, that's it's not the same one. There's two different kinds of kung tong chicken. Oh, really? Yeah, that the little, <coughs> the little symbols are different. Okay. They have like that same, almost the same name. Mm-hmm. But I've also been to that one in Gundong. the and one that's have... next to Johnny's Johnny's Pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's like right around the oh corner of Johnny's Pub. Yeah, the place is good too. The, they got did, you, the Cheeto did you get the chicken? Cheeto one? Oh, no, I've never che- had the Cheetos chicken. They have Cheetos chicken? They yeah. have a Cheetos chicken. So they, they crunch up Cheetos and, and Cheeto. batter the chicken <sighs> in Cheetos. Oh, my God. Deep fry it. And fry oh. it. <laughs> oh. Yo, that sounds amazing. <laughs> They're really fucking good. Holy shit. Whoa. Yeah, we, we, we have... Um, that, and, like we like oh that chicken and we like the other chicken. Bonds. Bonds chicken because they've of the sauce. They've got a really good roasted chicken and they've got this... Like bacon. It's baked chicken. It's like bacon, and cheddar, then they have this mustard, mustard sauce. It's sauce. smoky tasting. Ugh, I don't know. I don't know what it is about. It's like crack. I'm like, and they, they bring us the sauce I mean, to you the could table. Probably, you could yeah. probably dip dog shit in it and it would be yeah. delicious. Yeah. But the fact that they have really good roasted chicken right. helps helps matters a lot when you got some delicious sauce. And we always sauce. like. Where's this at? This is There's in, one in Dun Dun Dong. Really? Yeah. What's it called? Vons? Vons chicken. Bonds. Or if you're Korean, like bunza chicken. How do, how do you spell v- it? V V O N S. Okay, I gotta try that. But out in too. Korean, it's spelled with the B. Okay. Bonds. Yeah. So Thursday parties like here. Yeah. And then there's Happy Clam. Yeah. On the first floor, and I think the next building on the second floor is the Vons Chicken. All right, I gotta try that. It's in the same place We're like that fried chicken connoisseurs. <laughs> okay, see, this is this is what I need in my life because I love fried chicken as well. Yeah. Do so. you remember the bar Popcon? No, I don't know what that is. Okay. Well, there's another. It's called the Shelter. It's a bar that's opened where a popcon used to be. Mm-hmm. Bond's Chicken is in the same building. It's not as the so shelter far away from and... like Thursday party. Yeah. yeah. Well, if it's, it's next on that Thursday same party, strip. I can find that place yeah. easy. Yeah. So I gotta so try the Cheeto fried chicken. Mm-hmm. I gotta try Bond's Bond's fried Bons. chicken. With the but sauce. even like with the the, the baked chicken with the the boneless baked chicken, the skin yeah. with no like the it's not fried chicken. It's just. It doesn't have the the batter or anything on it, but mm. it's really it's supposed to be baked chicken. Mm. 
but they bake it on such high heat that the it makes it crisp. Yeah, it's crispy yeah. and the inside so juicy. That's what I do with my chicken wings. Yeah, because I, I I also like to, love to cook, mm. so I cook a lot here, and I you know I experiment a lot. But that's what I do with my chicken wings: put it on a high heat. Well, I know that you you love sauces. I've listened to you talking about how you want to open a French fry chain with yep. only sauces. Yep, with a you whole, know with a bunch of unique sauces. I don't and eat some good seafood. French fries. Mm. I don't eat seafood. I don't like seafood. I okay. hate seafood. Right. Right. But I will eat shrimp cocktail because I like the sauce. The cocktail sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like cocktail sauce. So cocktail I will eat cold shrimp yeah. with that cocktail sauce because I like the sauce so much. And okay. That's crawfish. also my theory about why people eat the, the squid, the moving squid in the plate. Oh. oh, because of the sauce. But the sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that everybody's like, the sauce is so delicious. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. So the why you not, just yeah. put the in sauce on something else besides what's moving around in your plate? You can put it on rice. Yeah. That's true. Sauce. Yeah, that's true. Have you had it's like the... samjang. Like I love samjang. You can eat samjang with anything. Yeah. Have you had the fresh octopus? Yes, I have. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was okay, but I didn't understand the hype. Did yeah. you like the sauce? The sauce was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did no, it taste I... like without the sauce? Yeah, it tasted like shit, basically. Yeah, no, it just tasted like it just tasted like salty seafood. So it was, yeah. it was like it wasn't a bad taste, but it was like not my cup of tea or not my cup of octopus. I guess you could say. <laughs> so. So animals. So so we got sorry we got sidetracked. <laughs> By the way, super cool that your dad has a sugarcane farm. That's dope. I or I had. love yeah. or had sugarcane yeah. juice. Yeah, I love sugarcane juice. But I yeah, can have it we like were, once a year, we maybe. Otherwise, you're gonna was die. it Vietnam? They were selling the sugarcane juice, and I was like, why the fuck would I pay for that? Yeah. I was like, I have that my whole life. I wouldn't give anybody any money for sugarcane juice. But it's juice. so cheap though. It's like what, like less than a dollar, right? Yeah. Well, sugar you can so buy good. beer for less than a dollar, so I'm not That's buying sugarcane juice, and I can have a beer. <laughs> that's just my for me opinion. i haven't i haven't been so privileged so i love my buying my sugarcane juice every time i see it yep i've always buy it they have them but they were here but, sometimes. but they, they were using yeah. fresh cane stalks yeah what they should have done is they should have used burned cane, cane stalks. stalks oh why is that Those so when you like cut the... when you cut the sugarcane it's got all the leaves on it still mm. right so you cut it it lays down on the ground for a couple of days and then those leaves dry out and okay. then before they don't do this anymore but before uh, we got really environmentally conscious. You would light the sugarcane on fire, okay. and then you would burn off all the leaves right. and the trash. But they also crystallized the sugar inside the cane stalk. So it kind of made it like caramel. A little yeah, bit. it's the smell okay. of it. It's like really incredible. The smell the of it's smell amazing. Of sugarcane burning, and then mm. eating a freshly burned sugarcane stalk. Yeah, it you smells think like, you like creme sugarcane boule. juice now. Yeah, imagine yeah. it like crystallized and even better. All right, I got to try that. That sounds amazing. So they were just <clears> using <throat> the fresh cane stalks, and I was like, man, you were they like burn judging those them. cane stalks. Yeah. It would be a lot better. Yeah. It would be much, much better. They don't burn the cane stalks anymore. But when they used to, it's like it, like the air smells like creme brulee, like that mm-hmm. sugary burnt smell. So why is it bad for the environment? Because of the, the smoke, the pollution <laughs> going up and down. Oh, yeah, makes sense. Is it a lot, though? Fire. Like it's, yeah. Okay. yeah well, it's a whole field. Fields. Oh, 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 I thought you were just doing like one at a time. No, you do no. the whole field. Oh, you have to do they a whole light field. They light the field on fire. Oh, and then, okay. And now then you it have makes to sense. like set and plan. How, you have to light it in the right direction with yeah. the wind yeah. so that it moves across. And, it's, if, and mean, if the wind direction changes, like you can, you yeah, you can, can fuck up. Hundreds yeah. and hundreds of yeah. acres just yeah. burning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was, I was no, literally just doing a couple here and there. What's the problem? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Got it. Got animals it. animals yeah sorry <laughs> no see okay. see he's taking from you again i know son of a bitch I knew this was fine. sorry <laughs> continue that animals. face that face <laughs> i <laughs> sat back when you talked and didn't say a word yeah i, I will i will take no this it's is, okay. you this can is talk. yeah it's, it's fine we're yeah. married 
have to share things. <laughs> he, he, he just took his phone. He's going to look at pictures of his own face while you talk. You know, like, yeah. he has a problem with that phone. Oh, really? Oh, uh, yeah. We all have problems with our phone problem. in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Um, yeah, so animals. So you really fell in love with animals. How exactly? Like, how did this happen when you were younger? When I was younger, I was just like obsessed with a little tomboy. And yeah. I liked animals. I like playing with them and holding new animals and seeing new things. Mm. Uh, always watching Discovery Channel or, you know, whatever I can watch with animals. And then um, as I got older, I wanted to be a vet, but then <laughs> when I got older, I didn't even think I was going to go to college. Mm. Like, you know, it was kind of like one of those things, like I started going, I didn't think I was going to finish kind of thing. Um, so in between university, I got jobs. Like, I guess everybody in Louisiana does. Um, and then I got really busy. Um, I had this one chef job at this restaurant that closed down called San Marco it was going to be the only authentic Italian restaurant in Louisiana and one mm. of five in the U.S. Everything was imported. Right. Um, oh, the wow. The cheeses, okay. everything is super, super overhead price, expensive, yeah. crazy expensive. Um, so it didn't succeed. Mm. Um, so they were going to shut down and I found a temp job at a gasket manufacturing company. And then. Interesting. Uh, at a gasket man. Why are you laughing? Because he liked the title of my job. Her job title was a master scheduler. But that's I started a, off that's as a, a great title. Yeah, I started off as a receptionist. I moved from a receptionist yeah. to purchasing. I moved from purchasing to becoming the master scheduler of the plant, which is like yeah. a big title or whatever. But yeah, um, clearly not to him. But I fine. wanted to. <laughs> I. I I did. Jude was always gone because he had always had like three or four jobs. Or yeah. when we left America, I think he had five. At Jesus currently Christ. active. Just trying um, to make it by, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I'm right there with you. So. Um, and I was making good money at the gasket company, but um, I was stressed and kind of miserable. It was a very harsh environment at one point in time because in that particular company. Mm-hmm. Um, people they would hire people they would hire addicts and things like that and all lots of men and um it was a very in louisiana sexual harassment is just whatever right um so i didn't really enjoy that job i took a weekend job sleeping over the zoo Mm. um so with boy scout and girl scout troops nice so i gave night tours i slept at the zoo at night and then i would come home and I did that once, twice a month. It was like a little part-timer thing. And then this other position opened up at the zoo um, for a volunteer coordinator. Required a bachelor's degree. I quit my gasket job. I took that job, and I finished up university while I was going while I was working at the zoo full time. Okay. To keep that position. So, yeah. Um, and so then. What are your degrees in? <laughs> I have a <laughs> uh, bachelor's in history and then a minor in sociology. Okay. And how about you? Um, um, bachelor's in sociology. Okay. Minor <clears throat> in anthropology. I was going for anthropology. Then they took out that course out of my yeah, university, Georgia World. a, a big World. issue with Louisiana funding their universities and their programs because people just weren't going to college right. like, like they were in the past. So they just had to start pulling funding. And so if 
if you were out of college by that time or hadn't started yet, it didn't really affect you. But if you're on a career path or a, a certain goal mm. or a major that you're trying to finish up in, if they took out the funding and the program, well, then that was it. You you're just had to change course and then Damn. you're screwed. Yeah. The reason why I asked is because I was just curious on like how in line your current standing like your current career or current job is with your bachelor's degree not at all yeah exactly yeah <laughs> not in line at all yeah. well mine was gonna be eventually yeah um but i didn't get that opportunity and i refused to go back to school because you know we're still paying off those wonderful student loans we One oh, left. we went to university oh, nice. after we got married we both finished university after we got married right. you didn't even decide to go to university until we got married oh what um, an asshole yeah right yeah so hey gotta, gotta let's just add on loans. to the student loans yeah, yeah. Just, uh, bunch on. you can do it baby don't worry that's why we have those five jobs yeah exactly yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah and unfortunately like i quit i quit that gasket job but at the manufacturing company i i made good money there the zoo i didn't make carly right anything. people at zoos are they don't do it for the money. They do it for love. I did it for love of animals and to be stress-free. Right. And a great environment. However, it did not pay the bills. And we got even more in debt. Mm-hmm. So I went. I worked after I finished university. I worked at the zoo during the day. And I worked in a kitchen at night. Mm-hmm. And then, because, you know, getting a kitchen job is easy for me. Right. Because um, you had the previous experience. Right, and, right, right. Okay. So it's, it's really easy. Did you grow up on a farm as well? Because uh, you said that you, well, you and your dad like used to. Well, not, I wouldn't say it's technically a farm, but her yeah. grandpa owns a lot of land. And he he has cows. We and, had cows. Okay, so similar. I had yeah. I raised a pig. Right. Um, we did yeah, chickens. Obviously. Yeah, chickens. Yeah. So kinda. Okay. Whatever. We yeah. we always had some kind Just of country animal. country living. Country, country living. You know? yeah. Just normal. Normal. Wow, you don't have chickens? No, <laughs> no, not anymore. Fucking raccoon. Everybody right? had chickens. Yeah. <laughs> Just middle of nowhere, you know, Louisiana. Yeah. Down home, sort of country life okay there's a lot of people in that area yeah. that live you know with some sort of access to horses or cows or yeah you know some sort of yard animal that's not a dog okay makes sense so so now um what now is your, I'm a teacher yeah <laughs> but what is your involvement with animals now and like and also like when you say you love animals like like what do you are you like an activist for animals like or animal like rights or you know because you still eat meat right so how do you feel about that as well you, like, that's love? not I, there's two kinds like of animal people, yeah. and I'm full fled an animal person. Right. Um. It doesn't necessarily mean that people have to stop eating meat. Mm-hmm. Um. I was born and raised on, kind of a farm. I don't know. My dad went shooting and hunting and fishing. Mm-hmm. Um. I watched and helped clean the animals and things like that. Right. Um. There's people that were raised like that. Mm-hmm. We have teeth. Our teeth are made for chewing meat right. and vegetables. Our bodies need all that protein. Um, I'm not against anyone who doesn't choose to eat meat. I have lots of friends that they don't eat meat. I have a lot of vegan friends. I was vegan for a year, just diet-wise. Um, but then after a year of being vegan, um, I found that my, I would bruise like really easy. Yeah. Like when I touch something, it would bruise. Mm-hmm. And I made myself anemic okay. from being vegan. Right. Um, I don't think it's it's it was my body telling me, hey, you need meat. So, um, but I think that people who choose to live that way also have the 
actually look at the damage they're doing with other things they buy. Yeah. As far as the palm oil industry, you, you're going to do a lot more damage buying products that are don't come from a sustaining palm oil farm. Right. Uh, we went on a trip to Borneo and it was, we loved it, but, but it there was, was no more rainforest. It was all palm oil farms. and depressing. Right. Oh, okay. We had to go through miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. We drove for almost two hours. Two hours. And through all we saw palm were palm oil plantations. Hmm. Like, to get to and the we river weren't in a tuk tuk going 20 miles an hour animals we were in a wild. van going like 50 like, 60 miles an hour and for an hour and a half palm oil plantations as far as you can see on the left and right side of the car it, it was and this was palm oil plantations in uh, borneo. borneo borneo and this is what's harming earth right it's not the and it's not cruelty to animals you need to worry about it's what what are you doing you're taking over the land you're taking over the resources you're building houses and swamps you are destroying the planet, mm-hmm. and you're worried about what happens to a chicken on a farm. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's and that's why I'm asking because like some people will ask that question. I'm realistic like, how, about it. How can you like love animals but also eat them at the same time? Right. So that's why I was curious on. Well, what's your the same way that is. vegan people eat <coughs> chocolate with palm oil in it. Right. Any cheap cookie and thing you buy, that's gonna have palm oil in it. Right. You have to be very picky about you know, self-sustaining and where your products come from. This is what we look at when we buy products. We don't look at how cheap it is. Right. Our food budget's really high Mm -hmm. because we watch where things come from. Right. You know, where does the coconut oil come from? Where does the coffee come from? Mm. Does it come from people who get paid for it? Or does it come from like slave labor? Like these are things that people don't think about when you're buying products. Mm -hmm. They just think, hey, I'm not eating meat. That's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I absolutely agree. And I remember I was watching like a, a brief clip from the Joe Rogan podcast. And I guess he had a farmer on there and he was talking about like the pains and um, that he has to go through and like how he harms the environment even more by trying to grow tofu, for example. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and, and I, I'm, you know, I'm no expert, obviously, but it was very enlightening because a lot of people will say, well, oh, like vegans the best way or, you know, vegetarians the best way. And like what we're doing to animals is crazy. But I don't think they realize, you know, what's also harming the environment by eating this type of diet. And not that there's anything against it per se, but you want to make sure that you spend your money wisely and, you know, put it towards uh, sustainable uh, raising of, you know, plants and, and, and animals, but not for them, obviously, but animals in general. You know, and, and it's the same people who are anti-zoos. Right. Um, there's lots of people out there that don't understand that when you pay to go to an AZA zoo or a Waza approved zoo, right. some of that money is going back to research in the wild. Um, and if it wasn't for zoos, a lot of animals wouldn't get studied. Right. We wouldn't be able to find out more about them. They would have no funding for to have these rescues and these the rehabilitation rehabilitation projects, projects right? that mm. they have all over the world, and all these game ranges like in South Africa and stuff. These people fund this. Yeah. Like this is why these animals are still alive because someone is funding money to have armed troops around one of the only rhinos left in the world. Right. Who you think pays for that? Peter doesn't pay for it. Mm-hmm. Peter pays for commercials and lawyers. Right. I don't see any money going back to the animals in a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's very, it's very important perspective. I don't think people like you know get that. So. No, they don't. They don't understand. They just think, oh, 
the, look at that cheetah. He looks lonely. Well, did you think that it's a solitary animal and that he would be like that in the wild anyways? Right. Oh, look how small his cage is. Hmm. Do you think he would just run around back and forth the whole entire day? Like, right. cheetahs don't run unless they have to. Right. Very short distances. They can run fast. It doesn't mean they have to. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't think about things like that. They just say poor animal. But again, we've been to the wild. To us, there there are no animals in the wild hardly anymore. Mm-hmm. Every time we go to a country, you see monkeys change the trees. You see elephants change to the ground. Like, really, like, people don't see the world like we see the world. Right. There there are hardly any more. Any animal that have all the elephants, they're in, like, an area where they're protected. There's no more room. Yeah, the, the world's like, getting the smaller world is and getting the natural bigger. environment and habitat well, for animals are de- decreasing in size, you know, mm-hmm. because we're taking over the planet. So it's, it's really tough to just come upon a species or you know some animals in the wild even giraffes that someone's not now. protecting yeah like it's sad it's a sad story unfortunately we don't live in a perfect world where um animals you know can roam free and and they will be protected because no one will kill them that's just not very unrealistic yeah especially whenever you have not to get into politics a president office that made um bringing trophies back from the wild to america Okay again. Yeah. Legal. Elephant ivory. Legal again. Right. Who 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 does that? And yet they all just let him get away with it. Yeah. And no one says anything about that. That's what upsets me about the current state of the US is that they let someone do that. Right. So what do you think like um from your perspective, like as as an animal lover, um so what would you say to people like to you know, bring them to light about, you know, veganism or vegetarianism. And of course, you know, from your experiences, of course. I mean, you know, if if you're going to do that, do it for the right reasons. Right. Be careful about your food choices. Mm-hmm. Look at what you're eating. Make sure you're, you're eating things that are not harming the environment. Right. In a bad kind of way. That's making it worse for animals in the wild. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. People are going to make their choices. They're... You're not going to change anyone's mind. This is not going to change anyone's mind about thinking about things. It's just a perspective. Right. Um, and people are very passionate. Yeah, it's true. You know, uh, I remember uh, Arzu was on the number one list of in defense of animals one time for the worst elephant exhibit in America. Hmm. And they never even came to our zoo, by the way. Oh, really? And oh. then one day, a couple protesters showed up. You know, this is what happens in Louisiana when you come to protest a zoo. Hmm. Um, yeah, the customers beat them up in a parking lot. Oh, shit. <laughs> Damn. Because, like, it's sportsman paradise where we're from. Hunting and fishing. Right. It's part of our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, that's... It's a cultural thing. And I think that when you're raised in an environment where your father, your grandfather, we have cows we hunt for meat we Mm -hmm. go fishing and you watch this process growing up with it i think that it's you're raised in a different environment and someone who's never been exposed to any of that yeah Yeah. we have people that's afraid to see where their meat comes from yeah exactly yeah that's the thing i was talking to ben about this i don't know if you he was one of the first people who came on and he also raised was also raising a farm and i told him i think people would eat a lot less meat if they killed their own meat 
and like butcher their own meat and stuff like that because I think there is an excessive uh, amount of meat intake, which is fine, but I think it's a little too much. Um, so with that being said, do you think people would eat less meat if they had to butcher their own animals? If they had to hunt for their own animals and butcher their own animals? I'm sure they would, just like... I think people would eat less vegetables. They have to go pick it themselves. Ah, see, same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, picking I, vegetables sucks. You yeah, know, you cook, hard. and in this country, cooking involves a lot of work. Yeah. Your carrots come with dirt on it. There's no prepacked anything. Right. You can, I mean, at my little market, I mean, I can go down the street and get prepacked salad. Yeah. At Emart Traders, but at my little market, they don't have that, so I have to make my own salad mixes. Yeah. You have to peel all those carrots. You have to peel cucumbers. It's a daily. Yeah, it's very a difficult. Ritual. It's gonna take us two hours tonight. It's gonna to take us two hours tonight to cut vegetables and and prep, you know, food for the next five days. Yeah, right. So like, and look how many people do it in Korea. Like, foreigners, a lot of them, they don't cook. Yeah. They only go out. Yeah. Like I have a bunch of coworkers that they go downstairs to eat pasta, and they're like, "This pasta's so good." I'm like, "Well, to me, it's like, okay, you can't boil water and open up a thing. Like, it's so easy to make." Yeah. But People are not cooking anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You There's know, a lot of Korean women too now, like my age, they have absolutely no idea how to cook, and mm-hmm. they were raised in an environment where their mom cooked everything. Yeah, right. So I, I don't understand how that happens. I kind of do because my sister kind of me, my sister and I grew up in the same household, along with my brother, and my brother and I cooked all the time, and mm-hmm. she really never did. It's something that she had to learn, you know. As she got older and got married. Right. So so you believe that sustainable hunting and fishing is also important, um, I assume, then, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. of course. Yeah. Deer, deer hunting, too. Um, rabbit hunting, every hunting. Rabbit, squirrel, pheasant, They dove. will take over the earth if somebody doesn't shoot them. Right. Alligators. People don't realize how many animals they, you know, they breathe like crazy. Yeah. And, you know, and the laws in Louisiana are perfect. Um, actually, I think the American alligator was the first to get taken off the endangered species list because of hunting. Right. Because mm-hmm. of the laws and the rules they went. Um, it was illegal to hunt them at one point in time. Then they started having the farms. And then they started having this program where, okay, you can catch an alligator. It has to be so long or whatever. You have to have a license. Or you have the special stuff. When those laws came and made it strict, Mm -hmm. the prices of the alligator skin dropped tremendously, which made it not great. Desirable anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So the population got more up, I guess. And now we don't have. Yeah. They're common. Yeah. They're common. Something like that happened in Australia. They had like a rabbit problem. So they brought over a bunch of foxes. And then, like, the foxes just, like, ate way too many rabbits. So now there's, like, those rabbits are, like, now endangered, I think. Rabbits are so delicious. Rabbits are, are delicious. I, I see I why agree. those foxes couldn't help themselves. <laughs> no, it's one of my favorite, favorite. That and frog legs. Frog legs are good, mm. too. Um, so, I have a question. Mm. Out of curiosity, do you think chickens would be extinct if it wasn't for humans? No, not really, because they eat anything and okay. everything. And... They also 
breed like crazy. Mm-hmm. Where do you think all those eggs come from? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Three a day. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, there was a lot of chickens in there too. But yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I was just curious because I was having a conversation with my friend about this, and I was like, you know what? Like, they don't really have a way to defend themselves. Like, no, they don't have a way to defend themselves. But if you look at um, a gr- great example about that is like the peacocks at right. the zoo we were at. Those were free Roman peacocks mm-hmm. that actually migrated to the zoo from a farm or whatever. They just kept them around, right? So you had these peacocks, and every year the peacocks grow more and more and more. And they are natural predators because when they're babies, they have owls and hawks and stuff that come out and eat them. Right. They have foxes and stuff that zoo is out in a swamp mm. um, that would come eat those animals. But they just keep populating and populating and populating, and then. We wound up having to get rid of some to another zoo because it was too many. Too many of them, yeah. So, no, I think that the, I think it's very likely that, like any animal, if we didn't touch them, it, they, would, they wouldn't be extinct. They would still, they would actually still be around. Yeah. Overpopulate the earth, probably. Okay. Curious. Uh, what's your favorite animal? Elephants. Elephants, why? Because they're smart mm-hmm. and they're very emotional. Mm. They're funny emotional. I can remember um, they're trying to give one of the elephants a shot, mm-hmm. injection, and um, her seeing a needle and squinting her eyes, and this big old elephant squinting her eyes and giving a fit over this little bitty needle. It's pretty funny to watch. That's like me in the doctor's office. <laughs> She's like, and, but um, no, they have a great personality. Um, I never bet an elephant I didn't like. They probably didn't like me too much, but <laughs> um, that one elephant that really loved me in my hair, yeah. that mm. wanted to eat me. <laughs> we had bought some. We were in South Africa, and we had bought some coconut shampoo to take with us. Um, and like we were washing our hair with like coconut shampoo and coconut conditioner. Yeah. And we got to this uh, reserve called Buffalo's Drift, and we were having lunch on this wharf over the water. And we're watching like a herd of elephants walk and we can see uh, water buffalo across. We can see hippos swimming in in the lake. And we're just like having like an ostrich steak, having some red wine. It was amazing. Ostrich is pretty good. Ah. Yeah. And uh, so we go out to like feed the elephants. We signed up for a feeding. And we, the guy's like, oh, you know, stand with the elephant. No, feed it some mangoes. Let's take a picture. And the elephant took its trunk and put it around Dodie's neck and pulled her to right to the tusk his face, and I was just like, oh my and god, it has these like girl. massive six, four, six foot tusks just sticking out of its mouth, and it's just yeah. like Dodie's like, it's gonna kill me, it's gonna kill me, it's gonna impale me on the trunk. Oh! <laughs> so after she pulled you in, what did she do? She wanted to like she wanted sniff to eat my her hair because of the coconut shampoo <laughs> the and coconut conditioner that we were hair. using. <laughs> and then we went to another reserve and we got into this bird day. sanctuary. And, and these birds bird. kept landing on her head and like pecking know, her like, scalp because it smelled I just like saw coconut. Bird land on my head and I was just like, "There's a bird on my head, but I and I want to get it off, but I don't know what kind of bird it is." I was like, "What kind of bird is it?" And Jude's like, "Uh, it's green." And uh, <laughs> I'm not an ornithologist. So like, I, like? <laughs> I physically took it off my head. I'm like, "Okay, it's yeah. a nice bird," and I, I kept putting it on Jude. Yeah, and it kept flying back in my hair. It just didn't want to leave me alone, and I just kept putting it back on Jude, and it mm. just kept flying in my hair. Yeah. So, so do elephants like love coconut or something like that? Uh, elephants like all <clears throat> kinds of fruits and vegetables. So okay. yeah, okay. probably so. I think um, coconut's one of those things that if they do have it, yeah. like humans, we can only have a little bit of it because of the high fat content. Right. Um, they don't have 
coconut growing in the wild where elephants are. So um, they love the smell of it. Okay. I know we would use like the coconut spray in their exhibit for enrichment um, all around just to give them something new to smell. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know that. Very interesting. So favorite animal is an elephant. Mm. Um, you know, basically was raised around animals, loved animals <clears throat> ever since you were a kid. You believe in sustainable farming, sustainable raising of animals as well, sustainable eating, of course, of animals. Uh, what else? Is there anything else? Like, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think. Like, do you have like? Uh, is do you have any like? Like passions or like any animal projects that you want to maybe start? Or I know you do some things here in Dajon and some you did some things back in the states as well. So, is there like a passion project that maybe you wouldn't want to do personally with animals? I mean, I've I've worked with people here to raise money for like Dajon Paws and stuff before. Um, I'm kind of like one of those things. I don't go to. I try not to go to rescues too much if I could help it with right. dogs because I would wind up bringing them home. That's not good for us because we can't really afford dogs and. Um, well, it's not that we can't afford dogs. With dogs are a big responsibility, yeah, it's and a it's big, a lifetime. Having someone come to your house, like when we go on vacation, you know, normally like twice a year, we take a, a big trip to another country. Right. You know, to house a dog in America, it's or to send it to somewhere to be cared for for mm-hmm. a little while is not that expensive. Right. In Korea, it's very expensive, and we we don't like little dogs, so we had a, a boxer mm-hmm. for a long time. We had a, a Boston. Boston Terrier slash Bulldog mix for a long time, and those are not huge dogs by an American standard. But in Korea, like they're they're like having a freaking Triceratops. Right, it's <laughs> yeah. just like a massive dog. And yeah, then the, and then to pay to house yeah. a dog that size is really difficult to find somewhere that will actually watch your dog. Right. And then when you find it, it's like a hundred dollars a day. Oh damn, yeah, it's a lot of money. That's two more, dogs, two hundred dollars like, a day, yeah. seven days. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Get the fuck out of here. That's more expensive. That's more than, than my vacation. fucking vacation. Yeah. So we started um, paying, paying people friends. to come to our house and mm-hmm. just live there for however long we were gone yeah. and just take care of our dogs, which was a much, you know, someone's watching our house, our apartment, whatever, and our dogs being cared for. Right. And then once our dogs died, we started traveling more on the weekends and then the music thing really took off. So like with being gone one to two weekends a month, it would just like it's, it's tough to own a pet and having weekend you know commitments and engagements and, right. and being gone from yeah. your house okay. we can't even hardly dog sit people ask us to watch their dogs all the time we used to love doing it but now unfortunately like things come up and we're hardly ever in Dajon anymore hmm. okay interesting so that's all very awesome like thank you very much for talking about your passions is there anything else you want to say I'm trying to think if there's any other questions but I feel like we've, we've hit most parts yeah. already yeah I'm good you good there's only so much you can say about animals. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, we got your favorite animal. I mean, we got everything else, so. Eh, it's fine. Yeah. So how about you, like, ideally, like, in an ideal world, let's say you had all the money in the world and stuff like that. Like, what would you do for, you know, that works with animals? Like, would you have, like, your own shelter? Would you oh, have, I like... would move to South Africa and live on a game range. <laughs> oh, okay. And just have, like, yeah. there you go. I like that. That's dope. You have, like, all the animals in the world, like, fucking Noah's Ark and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. what was the, um the reserve that we went to and we got to see i'd never seen white lions in my life i don't life. i don't remember the name white of lions. that particular yeah. Interesting. a male and a female and then they had white tigers they had two different kinds they had some that were white with black stripes yeah and they had white tigers with no stripes at all interesting i've so seen white tigers like pictures like i've never white. seen white lions no e- black stripes at all which was really neat and we got to see a, a leopard climbing a tree that's really cool 
So wait, how does how does white lions work? Is this like a certain breed of white lions? It's like, just it's just like a white tiger. It's an uh, albino lion. No, I think no. I that it's a it's a I think it's a breed, babe. Oh really? Yeah, because I know you can listen to the animal person, not me. I don't know can. shit about animals. You could breed <laughs> you could breed some white lions and have the white cubs. So, hmm. um, and white tigers too. I think it's just like separate. I don't think it's albino. Oh, I thought it was. I think like it's. A I think the tiger is because it's like the end of the bloodline. I think it's kind of like what soda was. Right. Mm. You end of the bloodline, but I don't know about the white lion thing. I would have to look and it I up. Got I'm to not see two sets of white lions while we were there on two different yeah, reserves. I'm not an expert, so that's really cool. I mean, yeah, because I'm curious if it's like recessive genes or yeah. if it's like just like an actual breed. We'll have to ask the Google. Gotta ask Google. Damn. I love asking Google. Google, questions. come on, man. Google's amazing. You sure you don't want to neighbor? I talk to Google all the time, and Jude thinks I'm crazy. Oh, really? <laughs> Tony, who does, Tony tells who does Google, Jude talk to? Tell me a joke. <laughs> like, I Google love Google jokes. Joke. Google tells you a joke if you oh ask him. God, it's dad jokes. It's Let's dad jokes. Yeah. It's dad jokes. Like, a live it's, dad it's, joke on the podcast, Tony. Let's do Google. it. I want to try it. I've never heard it before. <laughs> Google, tell me a joke. Tell me a joke. Yeah. Google, tell me a joke. It's not going to work. No, it <laughs> says, dead air. the best way to carve wood is whittle by whittle. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> joke, let me, actually. Let me, put, let me put it on, like, volume. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it on. I'm curious. I wanted this to speak Google, well. tell me a joke. Sure. Here's a movie joke for awards season. What do you call an actor whose vice is RSVPing for the Oscars and then not showing up? Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> and then has the fucking has the drums at the end. That is great. She like makes fun of me because I always ask Google to tell me a joke. That is amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that from now on. Like when I'm just like sitting in classroom in between classes, I'm gonna Google tell <laughs> Google me a joke. Tell me a joke. Tell you, you a you, scary you, story. Like you could tell her. You can ask Google to do anything. Google is great. Can you do? Can you do like racist jokes? I don't know. Can we try? Maybe Google is PC. <sighs> yeah, let's try. I'm curious now. You're curious yeah. about racist jokes? Yeah. Google, tell me a racist joke. I can search the web. Ooh, nah, oh, she's not, she's not racist. That's not mm-hmm. going to be good. She's no. PC principal Google. She's searching the web because okay. she's not going to tell me. That's okay. Even if, it was, even if Google was racist, I'd be curious on who made Google racist. Was, right. this a, was this a team of people who made Google racist? Like, what are they making racist towards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, they had a competition between Google and I think, what's the Apple one? Oh Siri, Siri! Siri yeah, I, yeah. I saw like um they had like a podcast like on the loop, not an actual podcast I listened to, but yeah, on the loop podcast they had on a podcast on one of the podcasts they they actually asked Google and her Siri or whatever the same yeah. questions yeah to see how they respond and Google's responses were much more accurate yeah. and much faster than Siri's yeah Google has way more access to information than Siri for sure so that makes sense. Uh, last year, I think it was, I forgot which tech conference it was, but did you see like what Google's going to be capable of? Yeah, like, I saw that. Yeah. Oh my God. I just saw it on like, TV with the, the whole like, yeah. And then they were, it can make reservations. Yeah. They can call. Like, they Google, already tested it everywhere. Yeah. And then like right now, like you could set up your, your computer or like your whatever pad in, in the kitchen. Yeah. And you can ask, uh, for a recipe. Mm-hmm. And then if you're wondering about like a me- measurement you can ask that out loud conversion. to conversion yeah. and stuff well, all while you cooking that's dope or repeat stuff or show me a video of this yeah so like it's actually 
a really great kitchen friend, but also I saw that on YouTube that they were using that for, I think, um, the Try Guys. Yeah. One of them, they were using it in the kitchen for that. Interesting. Very interesting. So basically, uh, Jude is about to be replaced. Yes. Yeah. I don't need yes. anymore. Well, aren't we all about to be replaced as English teachers? <laughs> yes. with no, the, Google's with the, never going to be able to. apps they're coming up with and yeah. how they Google can just translate on the fly. Google can't wash my dishes, though. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to wash That's your true. dishes? Yeah, this wash. face washes dishes I, I love hard. cooking. I hate doing dishes. Is it the same for you? Yeah. I love cooking. I hate and doing she, dishes. Yeah. Because she used to work in a restaurant yeah. and as a chef, she still, I personally, I feel... She's getting a little better, but she treats her home kitchen like she's in a restaurant. Like she could just hose the whole fucking thing down with a pressure washer when she's done. Yeah, it doesn't But work it's like not. That. It's a house. <laughs> yeah. So like she's so I'm, I'm just messy. fucking messy. I'm just messy. I'm a messy person. Shit everywhere. I'm I'm a And then after person. she's cooked after That's... she's cooked, she's like, and I'm done. And she just like drops the fucking mic and she goes like sit on the couch and yeah. then I'm in the kitchen cleaning all of her shit. Yeah. That's why she married you. Complaining when you're eating it. Yeah, exactly. It's delicious. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, there you go. It's a trade-off. See, if I ever get married, I definitely need to find somebody who likes doing the dishes. Because I hate that shit with a passion. And I actually, I was a busser and a disher. And then I, you know, started serving and bartending. But I never was a cook. And the reason why is because they had shitty jobs. I would never want to be a cook in the kitchen. It looks terrible. Seriously. How, How were your experiences? It was fine. Really? Yeah. Mm. I like the kitchen. <sighs> I love I cooking like, at home, I like but the, I would never want to cook in the kitchen. Yeah. The environment's, like, really uh, hot, like, quick, fast. Yeah. Um, you get angry really fast, but you get to actually express your anger right away immediately. Right. Nobody can witness it. Yeah. Now that I have all those open kitchens, I don't think I would be able to work in an open kitchen. Oh, man. That would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> for, for certain restaurants, um, really yeah, bad. yeah, get well, caught saying some shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would. That would be me. Yeah, for me, I would always have banter with the kitchen staff, so it, it would be good when every time I ask for stuff. For but for people who didn't like really talk to the kitchen staff and they would ask for shit, I need a ramekin a ranch. Where's that chicken? They'd be like, your chicken's up your mom's ass. Get the fuck out of here. Like <laughs> it'd be so funny, and I would just sit there listening. Like, mm, damn, I feel bad for them. Yeah. Anyways. Uh okay, let's move on. How about yeah. we move on to the to the bucket list? Yeah, I love the bucket list. Who's going first? You want to do bucket list, or you want to do the funny story first? The funny stories normally come at the end. Okay. okay. Yeah. Normally, we could do whatever. It's not a big deal. Bucket list. Bucket list. I don't know. You talk about bucket list. Yeah. What's on your um, bucket list? I was thinking about it. You know, this week, what I was going to talk about on my bucket list, but I truly feel here. like we're living our bucket list. You know, we we we're now working and living in in Southeast Asia and Korea. And when we were living back home in America, we had a lot of jobs. We didn't have similar schedules. We didn't see each other. We weren't off on the weekends um, because I bartended and worked in restaurants and she was working at the zoo on the weekends. Um, So we didn't really get to go out, eat, hang out, do a couple things or travel, you know, because we didn't have jobs with paid vacation. Korea is the first place I've ever come that I have a paid vacation. Right at least twice a year sometimes you know three and four times a year depending on how the weekends fall in your your academy's schedule uh, but now you know we're together we're on the weekends we've got the same schedule and we're getting to go to all these amazing countries this year we're going to go to egypt and see the pyramids so oh, nice. we're super stoked about that um and we're going back to south africa and we're going to go to namibia and check out that country that um, if you go to egypt let me know i have a friend there uh, i don't know if he's there now but Is it if the he's same there friend? 
Huh? Is it from, the same friend? From grad school. Oh. You have Egyptian friends? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Several. Okay. We do. That's perfect. We then. try to go visit the country where our friends live. Yeah. And, That's the um, best way to do it. And see it from their eyes and their perspective because um, there's no tour that you can ever pay for that will justify someone that lives there. Yes. Taking you. I agree. Absolutely agree. And, you know, I we love our friends. We have such amazing friends and they live all over the world. And, you know, I think, you know, we decided, I guess, when we moved to Korea, not to go to the same country twice, but we're going to go to South Africa for the we've third been, time. We've been to Vietnam <laughs> twice since this is our third trip. Yeah, some South countries Africa. do. I've been to the Philippines twice. Philippines is great. I'm we're, definitely we going to go to Japan. We're trying to get the passport, you know, visit yeah. every country. But, yeah. like, at our rate, we just keep going back to the same one. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, fine. <laughs> as long as you're enjoying it. I was just it. like, well, we found our favorite place. Yeah, and we were just in the Philippines over the... Uh, Lunar New Year break and you know, nice. we've been to Borneo. Talk about eating a lot of meat, South Africa. Yes. Oh, oh. my God. Oh, yeah. South African, what's it called? Bry? Bry. Yeah, Bry. Uh, Bry is on a whole, like. But uh, Bry and Biltong and yeah. like. Anyone oh, in America geez. that thinks they can barbecue. No. Yeah. I've, just, I've heard, no. I've heard, like, I've been to Bry Republic in Itaewon, oh. which is really good. Yes. Um, And that was my first, like, experience of Bry. And I was like, I need to go to South Africa because this shit is amazing. And then Argentinian barbecue is really good. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, but when you when you buy in South Africa, it's a it's a whole day thing. It's a day. Yeah, it takes you hours. Know, they make the fire pit. You, you know, you're drinking beer. Yep. They start and like everything is done with such care, mm, such that's what I like such practice. Like you know, years and decades of perfecting this cooking style and this cooking method, and everything is just. And no one grills chicken. Mm. They call it chicken salad. Mm. They're like you bring chicken. They're like, oh, I see you brought the salad. And they're always cooking like lamb and springbok and yes, lamb. Uh, lamb is probably my favorite meat. Probably my favorite meat. That we were there um, two years ago for Christmas, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, we're cooking, we're cooking the chops now." And we're like, "Oh yeah, like pork chops is yeah. what, I, what I thought." And like they got, they got, we went outside, and they were like, "Yeah, it's done." You know, the chops are in the in the pot over there, so I opened it. And I was like. This is not pork. And they were like, "Yeah, it's lamb from his farm. Mm. Like he owns this lamb farm. And he just he just killed one and brought one over, so to cook for you guys tonight." And we put the chops in there, and I was like, "I fucking oh love you guys. God. It's like the best lamb I've and ever had." Awful. I woke up the morning. The first thing I said was like, "That was the best lamb I ever had." That's lamb is I woke up. so good. Lamb Same. chops cooked medium. Yeah, that's that's my shit all day. But these weren't, you know, what we're accustomed to seeing like the lollipop mm. lamb chops they these were, really were massive ones, right? steaks yeah. of i've never seen a piece never of lamb so anything. big that's what it should be and yeah. it was so good yeah that's what it should be in my in my opinion at yeah least. yeah but you know that's such amazing experiences and every house comes with like a bride pit i love that that's, like every that house comes so... with a bride pit <laughs> like built in the house that is so cool but yeah this is the experiences we love having um but yeah in, we Egypt went next Egypt, yeah. yeah. I used to live next to Egypt. I used to live in Jordan. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was very, I used to get mistaken for Egyptian all the time. I've had quite a few run-ins. With you kind of look Egyptian, police. Yeah, no, actually. I've been, I've been told. Yeah. The secret police has almost sent me back a couple times because they were like, <laughs> you look like an Egyptian immigrant. I'm like, no, I'm not. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Funny stories. That's for another time, though. But, yeah. And I used to fuck with them because I would switch from English to Arabic. So they'd be like, wait a second. Yeah. They're like, are you really? You've, you've confirmed our suspicions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they always said my Arabic was weird because I'm, you know, my the Arabic that I learned was like in Tofila, which is like different from Amman, 
Um, and then not only that, but I also have like the foreigner Arabic, right? Cause that's not my native language right. at all. So they're like, Oh, your Arabic sounds weird. And I don't know if you know this, but the Egyptian Arabic and Jordanian Arabic is different. Yeah. And the reason why is because a couple letters are different in she the alphabet. She knows a lot of Arabic. Oh, there you yeah. go. Arabic was my foreign language in college. Oh, there you go. So mm-hmm. you so you know, right? Yeah. So like the cough is different, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So and um, some and the, the endings of some letters, how they write things, exactly. how they conjugate the words together, how, are yep. also different. Exactly. So there was like you know your Arabic is different, so they just assumed that it was like Egyptian Arabic. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to go to Egypt. We will. Yeah, I want to go. I'm so. excited. I, I booked this like this room, right? And it was this cheap hotel. But it's facing the pyramid. So, like, when you That's wake up, dope. you could just see the, pyramids, see the pyramids outside your window. And it's, like, this cheap little hotel. And I was, like... How much is it? That that hotel it's was, like, like, 40 bucks a night. Yeah, 35 yeah. or 40 bucks a night. That old really That's, cheap. That It's really cheap. For, like, uh, compared to the other, like, hotels in that area, it's it's really cheap compared to the other ones. Like, if, I'm very proud of myself for finding that deal. That is pretty good, actually. If, if you ever go to Jordan... Because um, when I was in Jordan, I was a Peace Corps volunteer... We used every time we would go to Amman uh, for training or for whatever, we would all book the same hotel and basically like just room together. And the reason why is because it was like five dollars per person. It was super cheap, but it was like a super shitty hotel. Yeah. So if you ever find a five dollar hotel in in Egypt, I'm sure they we'll are. Look but... We'll look for your signature you know, on the wall. <laughs> yeah. We you... try to stay at nice places when we travel because we live in a. You know, yeah. you know how we live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to look at. We're camping you know, at home. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be camping. <laughs> when I leave home, I don't want to be sleeping. Again. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. So I was like, I don't want to visit a hostel because I live in one, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's fair. So, that's you know, though I never stay in hostels anymore. I used to, but now like I, I, I have I the extra I'm money and I can spend the extra money on my own yeah. room and my own privacy and you know and I don't have to worry about my shit being stolen right. you know and like things like that. So I have nothing against it. and It's good for people, but for me, I might as well spend the extra twelve dollars. For my own spot, right? It's, it's worth it, in my opinion. And now there's Airbnbs, and Airbnbs are really good. We you know? uh, we went in Daegu, or what uh, Koreans call Africa, uh, this summer for a beer festival. Because it's hot as shit over there. Oh, right? it's yeah. oh, it. If you're in Daejeon and you think it's hot, you got nothing to complain about. No, I it, I fucking ri- hate the heat, ridiculous. so I don't want to go to Daegu at all. So we were down there, and we found this really cool house for. A couple days because we we were playing the Saturday and Sunday at this uh, beer festival and it was nice. it was cheap like because we were five six like eight people yeah so we would have had to get at least three or four hotel rooms and that was gonna be yeah. you know the cheapest in Korea is like fifty sixty or upwards of eighty yep you know and the the house was nowhere near that and it was a wonderful yeah you get place. the whole entire house for like yeah. whatever and then everybody chips in boom yeah yeah that's the way to go Airbnbs are dope. Yeah, I agree. The way to go. So, yeah, okay. So, so you said you're living your bucket list. You're basically doing everything that you're doing. You're traveling. You're you're spending more time with each other. You're able to do more things together. Like that's really cool. So, there's nothing else that you like. Now, you don't have to because other people come here and they say like I'm you know I'm living my bucket list or I've already completed my bucket list, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I've got, we've gone skydiving. That so was a lot of fun. so much fun, right? And then I we, did it in Jordan actually. Really? That shit was amazing. Yeah, because we were falling down. I could see the Dead Sea. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was Jeez. really nice. Yeah, Israel. And- yeah, we did it in New Orleans. Um, and then I want to bungee jump. 
That's like Fuck something that. I would like to do. We we had the opportunity to bungee jump, but at the time, dude had hurt his back. Okay. Yeah, had a, yeah, it's probably so we didn't want to risk it. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't uh, risk it either. My L, L5 was not doing <clears> real great. <throat> and like I was I was re- recovering, almost 100% recovered. But mm. um, I was like, I don't really feel like I should jump off of a bridge. No. <laughs> it was, it was in South idea. Africa and like this really like one of the tallest suspension bridges in the world yeah. that you bungee jumped off of. So it, it was going to be fucking legendary but i was like i don't want to be paralyzed so yeah. maybe i shouldn't go bungee jumping yeah now. i think yeah you made the right decision yeah i don't want to do bungee jumping at all i'm too afraid that the that it's gonna snap break. it's yep. gonna break yeah and i would have that bad luck yeah yeah i don't know is anything on your bucket list wife <laughs> wife that i love <laughs> wife that i love so uh, much no i don't i mean traveling that's it. And you're still doing it. We're yeah. doing it. And we're going to be doing it forever. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you might as well do it when you're you young know, I, and able-bodied. I, the thing is. old and decrepit. Right. It's one of those things that's like, you know, I'm one of those people I really do think you, can, you can't have money and happiness. It's mm. just, you, you can't have both. Mm. Um, and I'm happy being broke with Jude. Yeah. So, yeah. Because I got go. the face. Cause he has the face. Well, once you start making money from you know, this dude's face, then it'll be yeah. You he's gonna be, dump me. Hopefully, right? you can be. <laughs> <coughs> That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> but at least you still made some money from him. It was like it was good while it, it was lasted. Good while. Yeah, it was good while it it's lasted. Good run. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, that's cool. So you just want to continue traveling. Mm. Which countries? Um, so you have a few countries that you're going to this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, which countries are left on your bucket list? Uh, all India. of Europe. All yeah. of Europe. Okay. <laughs> We've never been to Europe yet. Okay. Um. You know, that we're getting Asia out the way first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then slowly we're getting Africa out the way while we're doing Asia. Right. Yeah, we were in Sri Lanka last year. Mm. Um, we've been to Vietnam, Thailand, Cambodia. You have a favorite one Malaysia. so far? Uh, Cambodia. 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 You know, I've heard wonderful things about Cambodia. <sighs> Cambodia was, Siem Reap, um, yeah. was, it was absolutely amazing. I have one of my friends from grad school is there now. And uh, another one of my friends from grad school used to live there. Hmm. So he told him, he was like, dude, this is everything you should do in Cambodia. And he's been basically reporting back to me. He's like, everything he's doing. He's giving you the bucket list of Cambodia, and right? it sounds pretty good. That's all I got to say. So he told me, he was like, Yo. I mean, if you can score a job in Cambodia making, um, not even what you make here, you can get by with way less money than what you can get by here. Oh, yeah. So you can you can probably live in Cambodia if you can get a job making a thousand a month yeah he was yeah of course like, he was making money he was making money there but just like enough to get by plus a little extra but he needed more right and he was trying to start his business at the time so he ended up leaving but my other friend he's he's an english teacher in china so he was just going there for vacation he's like i got a month off i'm gonna go chill in fucking cambodia so i was like all right man do your thing so cambodia is one of your favorites any reasons why oh anchor Wat. huh just, just seeing anchor Wat. oh okay and, and being there and all the temples and the, the history, the people are so nice and friendly. They have amazing restaurants. Mm. And because it's so cheap, you can just, like, restaurant hop. Right. Just go here, go there. You know, yeah. I feel like not, not so much in Korea, but, like, in the U.S., like, if you're going to go eat, you can probably only swing, like, this one place that yeah. you're going to go eat. But in, Maybe, too, depending on Again, the prices. this morning, two chicken sandwiches and one order of pancakes was 40 bucks. Yeah, well, were those chicken sandwiches even worth it? I don't think they were worth. <laughs> that's, I don't <laughs> think they were worth fourteen dollars. Yeah, okay. I don't yeah. think it was worth that much money. Yeah. Now, however, the burgers that we ate last night. Now we mm. found this little um, 
a South African restaurant, kind of like pub-ish mm-hmm. style. And they had meat pies. They had like a lamb meat pie. Right. And we had that. And we had these amazing burgers with like sour cream and biltong on it. Mm. Um, mm, that sounds damn good. Those that was worth the and money. And it was fried. He had a dish that was like fried brie cheese. Yeah. Um, that came out with like a raspberry jam, mm. some sourdough bread, and some crackers. Oh, that's perfect. That was really nice. Now yeah. we had that, the two burgers, um, and two drinks. drinks. And my drink was probably like ten or twelve bucks by itself, but mm. it wound up being fifty even. That's good. That's good. That it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, it was a fair price, and the food was amazing. So. Yeah, that's fair. I don't. I'm one of the people. I have no problem spending quality money on quality food. Mm. I have no problem with it. I think they deserve it. And like you said earlier, like the amount of work that goes into preparing food, butchering food, and like you know the time that goes into it, it's, it's a lot. So they deserve the money for sure. Like it's crazy. Like for some of the uh, Korean restaurants that I go to that have like six thousand won dishes. Like like Odi Tong, for mm-hmm. example. Like I have an Odi Tong place here. It's six thousand won. You get a nice big bowl, a lot of delicious, you know, succulent duck. Good sauce, rice, a little bit of panchan for six thousand won. I'm like, yeah, this, this shit is dope. Do you have any favorite restaurants here in Dijon? Uh, depends on yeah. what you're looking for. We have tons. Uh, like favorite, like favorite. Well, because so like, you know, I've been writing food reviews. I don't yeah. know if you've seen them. Yeah, so I, I'm looking you, for new you restaurants. Do a, you do a lot of like foreigner food. Reviews, yeah, foreigner. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, Kore- we, I have a lot of good Korean places. We, yeah, we eat a lot of Korean food. That's the problem. When we go out, we eat like really good Korean food. What's your favorite Korean food I, then, so far? Jim Dog. Jim Dog? Mm-hmm. What's that? Stewed uh, steamed chicken and the soy sauce with noodles and vegetables. I'm, I don't think I've ever had that. Oh. That sounds good. And There's a Jim Dog place called um, Jaws. Jaws Jim Dog. Yeah. And they do Jim Dog differently. They do the Jim Dog and then um, they put cheese on top of it mm. and melt the cheese in the oven, kind of like a big pizza. Yeah. And then they you can get like fried mandu on top of it. Oh, oh so fried. I, I love mandu. So we, we discovered Jim Dog like in 2009 when I when I first my first year in Korea and um we were, we've been eating it ever since and then we went to we had a, a weekend off so we went to Andong for a couple of days and then we took a train up to Samchak so we can go to the Penis Park hmm. and so while we're in Andong we discovered that Andong is the most Korean place in all of Korea <laughs> Okay. Like true, it and if you look at like any websites, it's the most traditional place in all of Korea. Right. It's also the only region that was allowed to make soju from rice for a really long time, which is how we ended up getting the green bottled soju. They they're the ones who make the forty five percent alcohol. Yeah. So I have that. Yeah. My colleague gifted that to me for my birthday. So there was a rice shortage, and then they so they made, they told the entire country of Korea you can no longer make soju from rice except for endong. Wow. There's a new barbecue place called Sims Barbecue. I don't know if you tried that. It's supposed to have like a Cuban sandwich there. Oh, I love Cuban sandwiches. Yeah, and uh, the so we were there and Jim Dog originates from Andong. So we yeah. were there looking for this, you know, you search Andong, Jim Dog and Andong and like you get 500 results right. like on a cacao search or whatever. So yeah. we're, I was like, well, I don't want to go to any place that looks posh, yeah. modern. I want to be like in an old shitty fucking house right. with a grandma yeah. serving me. The food, because yeah. I I want as traditional as I can get, and we found a place just like that, and it was a thousand times better than anything we've ever had in any part of Korea that was not Andong Jim Dog. Like the quality of the chicken, the the tenderness of it, the like you could tell. I don't know how long they soaked this chicken in this soy sauce, but like it was just it just everything just had such an amazing flavor. Mm such an incredible aroma and we uh, i'll show you a video later but we got this massive plate of chicken and it was like 22 dollars 
Mm. This like freaking like ten inch pizza pan size bowl mounded on the top with noodles and vegetables and chicken mm. and bok choy for twenty two bucks. That's a steal. Okay, I gotta try that. That sounds. There was amazing. another new chicken. Re- I was trying to find that sandwich restaurant. You remember I showed you? Oh yeah. Those really huge chicken sandwiches mm. and somewhere in Daejeon that just opened up too. Really? And they look. It looked amazing. I'm gonna find it later. Find and we like gamjatang. Is our other gamjatang is my shit. Korean food. We used it to go so to this good. place over here, but then we found a better one in mm. Doonsan that's way better. Really? Yeah. It's like right across Thursday party is here, and then they have the E Mart 24. Yeah. On the second floor above the E Mart. That's where it's at. That's a gamjatang place, right, I'll, and I'll, it's I'll, the jam. I want you guys to message me all these places later. <laughs> Seriously, so much. And you can go and buy yourself pen. and just get because a lot of times when you go to gamjatang restaurants, two. you can only get the big. Yeah. The but there they there do individual serving bowls for like seven thousand won. Yeah. You can get a small serving for just just you. I got a gamjatang place right over there. The seven thousand won is really good. Yeah. Yeah, really I know good. which one you're talking about. Like right down the street over here. Yeah. The one. Yeah. yeah. We used that's what the one we used to eat at. Yeah. But then when that place opened up in Doonsan, I was just like, you go there. Yeah. Yeah. Because they used to have a really, really good one. That yeah. was open 24 hours. Yeah. And then they closed down. Oh, damn. And we're like, no, because it was really super spicy and super good. Yeah. And then they closed down. And I'm like, no. And we love Korean barbecue. You yeah. Know, Korean barbecue. Yeah. The, we really like the uh, marinated pork rib. Yeah. Yes. The marinated pork ribs are the best. Yeah. They just opened an all you can eat place um, down from Gallery. And it's what? Like. 15 16 bucks a person that's for a all steal. you can eat yep that's a steal all marinated you can pork eat ribs. marinated pork just yep. ring the bell they bring you more and it fantastic sides the best sides macaroni salad yeah macaroni salad. <laughs> Yo, the macaroni when the salad, macaroni yeah. salad comes out it's going <laughs> down yes <laughs> you, you never think like living in america I don't like think dino meat macaroni salad like, yeah let's get yeah. that macaroni salad <laughs> on like, when that. you're living <laughs> in korea my favorite is the uh the kanamari the what the k- kanamari, the the like the omelet. Like, oh oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you say it, right? Kanamari or uh, Jim. Or no, no Kanan Jim is the steamed egg. Okay, that's He's the steamed egg. He's just talking about the fried eggs on the side, or the, uh, no? It's the like omelet, it's like it's like the omelet looking thing. Like they oh, roll when it. they roll it up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't really. I'm pretty get sure that it's kanamari. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that yeah, I love that shit. That's so we, good. I've never had that. Do you guys like bonnegi? No. No. No, me neither. It smells, man. You can smell only, it around I've the corner. I've bun, eaten once yeah. the same night that I ate sang nakji yeah. once. There you go. I yep. thought it was fucking almonds. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sit, well, I was sitting. I've been in Korea like a week or yeah. two weeks. So it's Friday night. My boss is like, yeah, we're going out. And I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, with Koreans, you always go to like three or four different places yeah, for dinner. Yeah, yeah. There's never second just shot. one. Ichas, so this is like Ichas. the second or third one that we go to. So we walk in and this place is still open. Believe it or not. And we walk in and I'm like, you know, stupid foreigner. And I'm like, taking pictures of the mm. tanks. I was like, oh, look at these fish tanks. And then this Ajima comes up behind me and just gives me this weird look and puts her hand inside of a tank. And she slaps this freaking octopus in a, <laughs> in a basket. And she like goes to the kitchen. I was like... This is not for me to be entertained by. This is the inventory, <laughs> inventory. for the yeah. restaurant. Yeah. So I see her go in the kitchen. I was like, I wonder what she's gonna do with that. Yeah. And so I can. <laughs> is she so gonna I'm pet like, it? You know. You know. Trying to see what's going on, and she's holding it down with one hand. And you just see her going at lightning speed with these scissors, and I was like, mm. oh, yeah. She's she's oh she's killing it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then she just like threw it on some lettuce, and then she squirted sauce on it, and then she comes out the kitchen. I was like, she's not gonna. I'm not gonna cook that mm. and he just puts it on the table yep. and it's you know squirming around or whatever yep. and i was like well i'm, I'm gonna Welcome watch to you Korea. guys eat it first <laughs> yeah exactly. before i try it i'm gonna have one of those nuts over there yeah so i use my chopstick 
pick it up. It was not a nut at all. Yep. I was like, what the fuck is, is this? this horrible <laughs> shit? That's, that's why exactly... I was like, why is this on the fucking table? Yes. And I was like, what yes. is this? You know, so they get their phone out and they're like, tra- they're like, you know, silkworm larvae cocoon. Yeah. I was like, I ate a fucking cocoon? Yeah. No! A fucking silkworm? No! <laughs> why would you have that? Yeah. And then they were like, oh, it's really good for stamina. I was like, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm not eating that to increase my stamina. That's yeah. gross. It's a bug. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then. I- had the same experience. Yeah. Yeah. I only had one. Yep. One individual one, and I did not like it at all. Yep. And maybe there might be some delicious versions out there, but it smells just like I it mean, tastes. I mean, every time it's cooking in the street, I can smell it around the corner, and I yep. know what it is, yep. and I'm like, why? It just smells so <laughs> it awful. It smells bad. Yeah, it does smell bad. Like really, it's just putrid. Yeah, and that's the only way I can. That's a perfect it. word for it, actually. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. So, so Kamjatang Jim Duck. Jim Duck. Mm. Um, I love barbecue. Barbecue. Uh, Our favorite used to be, um, what is the chicken one? Samgatang? No. Samgatang. Dakdori tang? Dakdori tang is the shit. Not dakdori tang. Um, so good. What the, the cabbage? Cabbage and chicken? Yeah. Mm, you got to give me more context clues. We used to eat it every week in Mukbang. The restaurant closed down. Remember you with that one time? I, oh, I know what uh, you're talking about. And it also comes with like the, the uh, rice cakes too, right? The duck? Yeah. Uh, no, it's, uh, how do I not yeah, the, know the, the name? Cakes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, no rice cakes. Duck Calvi. Oh, Duck Calvi. Yeah, yeah. Duck Calvi is good. Yeah. We haven't eaten it so long. That's that's weird. The last time we ate it was in Chusok with Paul and Brittany at that place in Bundong. There's a there's a really good uh, there's a really good uh, chige. I haven't had it yet, but I've heard good things. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah, I mean, I know I'm. I've got it's on my a place. Oh really? Yeah. There's Mokdong. particular budachige. You can't just eat. You any can't budachige. just eat anyone. Yeah. There's a lot of shit out there. Because okay. there's a lot lots of trash. Come budachige. on, it's weenies and spam. <laughs> yeah. And but people still can mess that up. up. Yeah. And get the really cheap stuff. Now mm. get the high quality stuff. And if you can find an Italy budachige. Oh. oh my god! Mm. So it's all the that things that solo. you get in Bodecige, but on top they cover it in salami, yeah, and Italian meats. Oh, that sounds fucking amazing! Where is this? We at? got so this fat. is in Bundong. Bundong. No, but Seoul. you, you yeah. get, I think they're all over. Well, I've been searching Italy Bodecige online for a while. Yeah, in Daejeon, and we don't have them yet. We don't have one yet, but so it's, it's like a franchise. Yeah, yeah, it is a okay. franchise. But they right. haven't come out here yet. No. It's only a matter they of time, They are baby. changing the game yeah. in army camp soup. <laughs> okay. That's all I'm fucking saying. <laughs> There's a cut above, my friend. Yes, I got to try it. This sounds great. Because at first... We were like, oh, we want Budetchi game. They were like, yeah, there's a place over there. But they were like, you know, it's just not the, that the lights are so bright. They're like, mm-hmm. I just feel blinded walking by it. I, I don't want to eat in there. They're, but they were like, but there's one over here that we know of. Mm-hmm. It turned out that they, they're both Italy Budetchi gay places just oh. in different parts of Bundong. Yeah. But I was like, you guys, you have spoiled me. That now, sounds it's amazing. It's tough to go back to, to regular yeah. old school, just spam and wieners. Yeah. Then pork and beans, Budetchi gay. <laughs> Well, yeah, once you've been tainted, yeah, that's once, it. Once you've had the good good. Once you've had you the know? good good. Once you've had the good stuff, you can't go back, man. It's tough. But we, we went back to the one in Mokdong uh, the beginning of this year. It was really good. This is another one. You found another They're one? all over the place, yeah. There's one in Gangdong. So how often do you guys cook and how often do you guys go out? We well, pretty, like, we, I cook, like, for the week. Yeah. A huge amount, like on Monday nights or okay. Tuesday nights, and then we eat on that 
you know like a, like a big chili or something yeah a big chili on like you know for example this week she did uh stir fry vegetables and then baked steaks in the oven okay nice yeah and it lasts we go to costco week? once every two months Two. One and a half months? One and a third of one, one and a half, quarter? Two months. And, no. and, you just, like, and we buy a bunch of meat. And we, we, and we, we have a massive fridge. I was about to say, freezer. you must have a big ass. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, we buy all the meat for the month. And then we go shopping uh, at our local little mart at the mom and pop shop for all the vegetables for the week. Nice. Every week. So, um, And then usually on Sundays, we food prep together. And all our um, snacks and breakfast and... Uh, lunch for the week mm. and then i cook dinner usually on mondays mm-hmm. for the week hmm. and then we eat out once a week usually okay and so what about lunch we have oh we eat at work we we, we prep it okay yeah we prep um like i salad basically vegetables hmm. usually and jude's like he's his with tuna fish and i just eat vegetables like okay. cucumber or egg or something okay not much. Not much. Yeah, I was just wondering. Because I, I normally eat out every day with lunch with my colleagues. Yeah. Where and do you work? Or over here, right next to the Comfort Zone place. Because I work up there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I work oh. here. I used to work over there. Oh, really? And then I'm, I, and Jude worked over there, and now we're going to both work at Poly. Oh, really? Yeah. When? This, this next year, March. Oh, really? Oh, so we're going to be right next to each other. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. should have lunch more often then. We should. Yeah, there's um, <clears throat> there's a lot of good restaurants around here. Yeah. Um. So, and actually, there's also a place that has like a duck tori tong or duck bokum tong mm-hmm. that you have to call like an hour before, like at least for them to prepare it. And it's like on the second floor, right next to Polly. Mm-hmm. And they also have goat. Huh. Yeah, which is pretty good. Yeah, you can get steamed goat, and they also have did dog. You have, if did you, you have are that? Curious. Did you? It's closed now, but they used to have a lamb place right there. Yes. By the chicken restaurant, right? Yeah. Did you try that? It was no, pretty good. I did not. I found out about it too late. Um, but. Uh, there's a there's a goat place. There's a good galbi tongue place right over here too, that I enjoy. Have you eaten at that that old traditional place? The one I'm referring to, maybe it's on the second floor or third floor. Yeah, yeah. it's right over. That's there. the one I'm talking with about. With the massive amount of side dishes. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. and they and yeah, they have goat, chicken, and they also have dog. Mm. Yeah. No, thank if you. If that's what you're in the mood for. Yeah. I'm not eating dog. <laughs> that's definitely not on my bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> That's hold fair. off on the wolf soup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I've always been curious about the taste, but yeah, I've never tried it yet. Have you guys heard those like those funny stories though, like what from some Koreans being tricked into eating dog? No. no. I don't know. I'm pretty sure we were tricked into eating something when we went to Jeju though. Oh really? Why is that? Because <laughs> that meat was off. Something was wrong with it. <laughs> that meat was weird. It was weird meat well, what, that what came out of, the freezer. What kind of meat did you order? Pork. We ordered some pork. Or beef? Something. I, I don't know. It I, it we was, sat down and she it brought was me, very There was a Korean menu tasty. on the table. And, mm. and I'm like, well, you know, my, my Korean skills, it, they're not great. But, you know, I, I, can, I can get by. Yeah. I can make do. Then she brings beef. me a menu in Chinese. Yeah. And I was like, the fuck do I look like? <laughs> how, how do you think Chinese was going to help my situation? I was like, no, give me the Korean menu back. Yeah. And they only had a couple of meat dishes. And so we just ordered, you know, some servings of whatever meat we wanted. What we but thought it, was it a was cow, not I think. normal. It was just really weird in texture and taste. Yeah, that was different. That was like a horse or something. I'm not sure. What I it don't was. think it was a dog. I want to say horse. I'm going to say horse. Did you ask her? No, um, no okay. because in our, I took one bite and I'm like, I'm not eating this. It's not pork and it's not cow. Did you feel like 
bad afterwards? Like, no. Did no. you feel okay? That's good. We didn't get sick. It was cooked properly. It just wasn't, wasn't. what we ordered at all. Damn, that's that's, that's, that's fucking mystery meat. Yeah, mystery that's, that's meat. mystery meat right there for you. Right. So, there. Damn. I was scared to ask. I, I and you know what? It's insulting because we ordered, like, I think we ordered pork or mm. maybe beef, a beef soup or something. Mm-hmm. And we ordered um, satay. Is that the yeah, same yeah. place? Satay. And then that meat. But it tasted awful, so I just ate the meat on a stick, and he ate the rest of the food. Okay, yeah, I clean, I clean the plate. That was very nice of you. Yeah, if I the face can clean plates too. (laughs) That's that's another good use of the face. Yeah, (laughs) that's good. All right, cool. So let's let's move on to the uh, funnier, unique stories that you've had like while traveling abroad. You've been to quite a few countries, so I'm sure you have at least a couple. But yeah, feel free to share. Who wants this to go is, first? Um, we picked our Chuseok trip in 2017 Vietnam because so many things happened. Okay, I'm down. So we ended first up first of all. <laughs> so like a year before the Chuseok happened, my friend Bertus, who's South African, told us about this deal that Vietjet Airlines was running for the following year's Chuseok. Yeah. $100 round trip. I think trip, it was like $120 $120 That's round dope. trip flights to Vietnam. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. I've already been to Vietnam, but like $100 to go to Vietnam bucks. and come back to Korea. Yeah. Like, how do you pass that up? In Ho, Ho Chi Minh or Hanoi areas? Mm, we, uh, we flew... Where where was the fl- the, the flight? Da Nang, and then we took another flight to Hoi An. Okay, and so um so Bertus. I is- hope I got that right because you know if somebody listens and I mess it up because Shadow always asks where did we fly into again? Yeah, <laughs> Shadow is it's almost like so he wasn't even on this trip. So I think that conversation's throwing me off a little. Sorry. But yeah. So Sorry, Bertus Shadow. booked like he took care of all the hotel arrangements, like booked the Airbnbs. It's, he's a wonderful person to travel with because he's very organized and he, and he does a really great job. And he gets amazing of, deals, uh, yeah. putting it together. And so we're there, and like we just couldn't get drunk in Vietnam because yeah. you show well, up. Well, first of all, before we even step into the country, um, this particular month, mm-hmm. maybe three weeks before oh, we they changed three the weeks visa price before oh. we got there, they had changed the visa price from twenty five to a hundred for Americans. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, because America oh. was doing some yeah. some, some shit for shit. only one um, month. Oh, for one month. That's fucked up. <laughs> the, the 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 month we went. Yeah. And I had gotten. Um, we didn't have time to go to the bank. I exchanged money with a friend here. She gave me American money for my Korean money. Right. And then she's like, you know, just whatever, pay me back later. And but her money was not recently mm-hmm. printed. Right. So when we're in line. To pay for our hundred and whatever dollar visa, we had this old money. And they wouldn't take our money. They wouldn't they take the money. They told us our hundred dollar bill was too old. It was too old. It wasn't what? new enough. I was like, so if I found like $5 million on the beach that washed up in the trunk. Yeah. And it was old money. You wouldn't take my $5 million. Right. Um. So then lucky our friends were with us who had extra cash. We traded. That were new hundreds the new yeah. hundreds for the old hundred. <laughs> oh my gosh um that later he was able to exchange after asking over and over again yeah um he was able to change it out um luckily but after that whole debacle with that that's how the trip started yeah so we that just, and on the plane with the ice because the, the yeah, beers were hot, hot and we had a drink on ice and <laughs> so the beers <laughs> were hot been, 
That should have been a warning sign right there. But you know, we didn't let it stop us. Anyways, so that's, that's part of the, we that's part of the story. Right? So every time you're walking around Vietnam, there's all these deals. Like you get in free. Like you know, buy two get three free because sort we of had, like we traveled in a group drink deals okay, like nice. free so shisha wherever you more. went whatever. Yeah. Oh. But all these drinks were just watered really down. watered down. Yeah. So like I don't I don't think any of us got even like a good. Nobody buzz even on buzzed the whole on trip. that trip. Mm. <laughs> so one night we're out, and in that part of Vietnam they have really strict curfews. So around eleven thirty, twelve o'clock, everything shuts down. Mm. Like all the bars closed, all the restaurants closed. I think which it's is, earlier than that. I think it's like ten thirty, eleven. Hmm. It yeah, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, but it's bizarre because like it's a ripping party, hmm. like just people doing all sorts of crazy shit, and, and then it just then shuts down. A second later, it's all gone. Everything's closed. Damn. And so they were Funneling shuffling everybody. all these people to this <laughs> other bar. It's like on, I guess, like on the edge of town or mm-hmm. in another city Shady. limit or whatever. And it was all enclosed, so the whole party and they would street, lock you in. Moved to this one oh, hell no. building, that's and they, they were gonna lock oh, the doors. No. Yeah, and Dory's like, "This is some dust till dawn shit." They were gonna turn into vampires in and eat us all, and I was freaking out. And I was like, "We can't stay here." That is not a, that is not okay. <laughs> yeah, I would have got the fuck out of there. Real so I know. I was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh." Uh-uh, we get we out of leave. there. We start walking down the street, and there's a guy on a moped. He's like, "Oh, you should Follow come us. to Old Nuba," and he's like handing out pamphlets. And we were like, "Well, where's that? Is it open?" He was like, "Oh, right down here. Follow my friend." So we're like following this dude. Later, of course. Of course, we it's walk five like, like yeah. 15, 20 minutes. Brothers and I get hungry. Miles, but... We stop at like a banh mi yeah. sandwich stand. We have, a, we have a banh mi sandwich. We keep walking, keep walking. Like 30 minutes later, we finally make it to this bar. And it's <laughs> we, the we shittiest. Get, they, they're standing outside. I'm like, what do you guys want to drink? So they all like give me their drink order. So I'll walk in. And there's like old mangy dogs in the bar. The bar stinks. And this, this guy turns around. He's like, what would you like to drink? Oh and he smiles and he's missing teeth. His hands are fucking disgusting. I was like, beer. I want nothing yep. that you could touch the inside of a glass of. Yes. And I don't want you touching any ice cubes that I might drink or touch my lips. Beer. Mm-hmm. And so I'm coming out of the bar with like five beers. <laughs> and as I'm coming out, prostitutes have now arrived mm-hmm. to start flirting with like these blonde haired surfer dudes that are playing pool. Yeah. And as I'm walking, my buddy Andy's head does this. Hmm. And then I hear this rattle on a table. And then they start talking. And then I come to tell them the story about the bartender. And come to find out, a plate-sized spider jumped out of a tree and landed on his head. (laughs) It ran across the table. A metal mesh table. Ran across the road. Then got squashed by a moped. Like, immediately got squashed by this motorcycle passing by. And we got pictures of the spider because... Nobody would believe it otherwise. Right. right. It was a giant spider that went this and hit the table. You can hear it going... And then run off. And then we're like, what was that? And he's That was like, an assassination yeah. attempt fucking gone wrong is what that was. That's what it was. Okay. So, later on that night... Yes. This is the same night. <laughs> this... So so, what time is this now? Because you said everything shut this down. Is, like everything shut like down. Like one. Okay, one and we were staying in this beautiful little Airbnb, yeah. owned by a family. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's a gate around. We didn't notice this when we left. There's a gate. Yeah. Like it a ten foot tall privacy fence. Okay. So I'm assuming that they thought we were inside of our rooms. Right. We weren't inside our rooms, and when we get there, it's the gate's closed. Right. And we were like, 
shit. <laughs> we got to sneak into our hotel. Yeah. Um, and I have, uh, I don't have luck with fences and climbing over fences. Long yeah. story short, I fall um, backwards. Yeah. And I'm freaking out because I didn't want to climb this wall. Yeah. And we're trying to be super, super quiet. And they were like, no, you know, it's going to be okay. Somebody's going to go over first. And then we will help you over and make sure you don't fall down. And finally, I get across and we're tippy-toeing and tippy-toeing and tippy-toeing. We're being quiet, super quiet. And we're walking up the stairs. And all of a sudden, you hear, Andy, you still owe me the $5. <laughs> Um, Burtis, and he's 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 got such a loud, natural, like vocal volume. And yeah. Dodie and I just start fucking dying, laughing. I'm crying. I'm in stitches. I'm trying to open the door. Yeah. And we we open the door to our room and close it, and we both just like collapsed on the bed and laughed for at least five or six minutes. Like we just couldn't stop. We're just, just like five dollars. So quiet, and he's yeah. like, "Andy, you still owe me the five dollars." <laughs> that doesn't sound like at all like Burtis. <laughs> it was it was it was fantastic it was a fun was trip really it was definitely it was never a dull moment the trip was always 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 something 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 and we had a great time and yeah. i think it was the cheapest trip we ever took mm. yeah it sounds pretty cheap well except for the, the, the damn visa costed a hundred dollars yeah, yeah more yeah. than a plane ticket almost yeah um they hustled you guys besides the visa with like the visa and the hotel stay and everything combined, I don't think we spent five hundred together. So it was like two fifty each. That's a really good trip, then. Like Very I've cheap. never, like, with food and drinks and rooms and um, all together, like it was super super cheap. Mm. So we had a good time. Yeah. Out of curiosity, why didn't somebody just climb the fence and then open up the gate? From the oh, it was it was, it was like locked. a padlock. It was, yeah, it was, it was a, a padlock. fucking padlock. Yeah, yeah like it was like a chain and Jesus a padlock. Christ, you were staying in some high security Airbnb. <laughs> yeah, right there. yeah, yeah. They I were think, making sure nobody was getting inside yeah. that bitch. Nobody in or out. <laughs> well, this this was like a private residence, right? And they had okay. a swimming pool outside. Right. Ah, okay. So they're trying to lock it up so that nobody, I guess, sneaks in at night. Yeah. And they had a young um a young daughter, the most adorable little girl that everybody fell in love with that week she's like mm-hmm. two or three years old mm-hmm. and you know once a year they would get their um candy they get candy once a year and it was like their chew sock but they call it something else yeah and um they had like these luck dragons that came out and danced for us the first night and mm-hmm. they gave us these free traditional uh, meal for good luck nice the first night we were there um but it was all part of this event. We just happened to be in the right place at the right time. Right. That never happens to us. I think it was the the friends we were traveling with that brought us luck. The good luck? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, they didn't want they to take our money. <laughs> they didn't want to take our money or anything. But I think we just had a great opportunity. You know, I'll, I would be all too happy to do it again. Um, but unfortunately, they don't have the deals in Chusok is terrible to travel out of and solar the prices of plane tickets are skyrocketing it's not like it used to be yeah yeah i mean i remember i, saw I looked videos. at Chusok next year already it's crazy plane tickets are sold, out. sold out already yeah and i looked too like i was trying to find anywhere everywhere i was playing like lottery with the different airlines trying yeah. to see who had what um I'm, i didn't give up i'm still yeah searching hopefully i'll find something yeah i looked as well and i had the same problem i was like son of a bitch it's pretty bad and the, one of the biggest problems that I have here in Korea is not being able to choose your own vacation. 
Right. For yeah. The most part. So everybody flies out at the same time. They right. fluctuate the prices or they inflate right. the prices, I should say. And it's fucking ridiculous sometimes, like the the flights. So. We found out our vacation days already for next year. Yeah, me too. So and now, now, now is everything. the time to buy. Yeah, now is the time to buy tickets. Um, we booked Christmas. That's why we were going to South Africa. We booked Egypt. And then now it's like Chusok. Do we want to go somewhere for Chusok or do we want to stay here? Yeah. Um, I really want to go, but it's a hassle because Chusok is one of those main traveling. They don't travel that much for solar, I think. Chusok is the main one that they like yeah, to get out of the country. Yeah. And the airport getting to and from the airport alone yeah it's a pain all the ass. buses are booked all yep. the they finally started open up the online train ticket selling to foreigners yep. for the first time this past year oh nice um, yeah because they would have it blocked yeah they would so, have it blocked so many days you would out, have to get a Korean person to book it you for you couldn't buy it with a non-korean credit card mm. oh oh that's fucked or that. no you yeah. had to have the resident number Oh, the ARC or, number? Yeah. Not yeah. the ARC number, like your actual a Korean resident number oh. to book it. Oh, man. They You couldn't use your ARC number. It didn't work. <laughs> they didn't want you going nowhere. No, no, no. <laughs> they didn't want you going nowhere. I think that w- the best thing that happened was the Olympics in Korea hmm. to realize how um, inconvenient, because it did happen over solar holiday, hmm. and how inconvenient that system was for people visiting their country. Yeah. And how people weren't able to book the tickets and it was impossible and so many people complained about it that they finally changed the system because of that big event yeah and hopefully um they keep changing to make it more convenient for yeah. others visiting the country if you want tours to come you know you gotta do something right yeah hmm interesting i like that nice vietnamese story mm. it had a tough time <laughs> well originally yeah yeah or initially i should say no i mean it was great uh we you know, vacation never ever goes smoothly for us. Something There's always, always something. happens. It's the same thing with me, even in Taiwan. Um, with credit cards, one time we went on this one trip. Um, our oh, cards we didn't work. To, we were going to Thailand. Oh shit! That's and we oh, had the, a that's layover the first one. We had layover in China. Yeah. So we, before we got to Thailand, we took out like Thai currency, and then we took out like a hundred, a hundred and fifty dollars in Chinese currency. Yeah. Because we knew we were going to be in the airport for like twelve hours, yeah, yeah, thirteen yeah. hours. Ooh, like you know, yeah. this should be enough money. Yeah, we have course. credit cards, fine, like yeah. whatever. So we ended up going to China, and the the person at the airport was just stamping everyone's passports, and I was like, well, this is a massive they plane. Off the airport. Obviously, no. a lot of us. Yeah. Or, or laying over and like you could see the doors going to to the hallway for like transfer flights yeah. and the doors were closed and so like i buy it past all the people and i was going to go through the doors and the security guard yelled at me and told me that i couldn't go there and i was like but i have a, a transfer and he was like yeah you have to get out and, and then they like, looked at us they're like where's your visa for china and i was I like we didn't have, have visa. visas for china and they're like that's okay we'll give you a 48-hour visa and they opened a page of my passport that was blank and just stamped Stamp it. and gave me a, a two-day visa to china and kicked us the fuck out of the airport why are they kicking you out of the airport if you have no a fucking idea. layover so we get out the airport we don't i don't know anything in chinese it was a long i have 150 dollars in chinese currency yeah and i don't even know i was in Tsingtao, where the beer comes from right yeah, that's yeah, where yeah. we were and so we're like where do we go what are we the supposed cab driver's to like do? where do you want to go we were like we're from korea we're on a layover to go to thailand yeah. and just bring us to like a pub or somewhere so to they drink. took us to a korean hof okay, where they sold go. cats and heights nice. and uh we were in koreatown china yeah and we sat there for a little while had a couple of rounds of drinks and then we ended up going to the market got some snacks and then we were sitting outside and we saw this 
this white guy, this foreigner, and his little kid comes by and like just pulls his pants down to his ankles and just starts pissing in the median. His, and we, his kid. We nice. just started laughing. He's like, I'm and so he was sorry. like, oh, sorry guys. And that looks like, funny yeah, as shit. It's fine, you know, whatever. <laughs> so his pants are dead. Yeah. And he's like, so what, are you, what are you guys doing? And we told him, you know, what was going on. He was like, oh, he's like, you know, if you guys want to eat, you know, recommended a couple of restaurants. He was like, if you need somewhere to stay, you know, there's a Best Western down the road. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, a couple of, you know, Chinese sort of like love motels yeah. on this side, you know, just let you know, like, okay, cool. This so is a 12-hour 12, 12 layover? Yeah. So, but like our flight was at 8, 8 the next morning. Oh, okay. So like we, we, we were sleeping inside the we room were was overnight, not the best I, you know? option. Yeah. So we go to Best Western and we ask about a room and it was like, Two hundred dollars. Holiday Inn. Yeah, two hundred dollars for a room. room. And like, it only had one bed. And then they were gonna like pull a get a cot or some shit. And then we were just like, no, No, it's fine. Yeah. So we ended up going to like the the Chinese love motel place. Oh my god. So I go. I get. I put my credit card down to like pay for the room, because it's us and this other couple. We were just gonna sleep in the same room, and it. My, it didn't go through because I forgot that I didn't tell my credit card company yeah, I was going to China. They think I'm going to Thailand. Yeah. So once they tried to charge my card, like they froze my account. They froze everything. Yep. And they then done that. we didn't have any, <laughs> like we only had the cash. Yeah. And then we had non-usable credit cards. Right. So my friend put the card, the room on his card, and then we got to the airport and then we flew to Bangkok. Yeah, we pl- flew Bangkok we Air. Flew to Bang- no, we flew to Bangkok through the Chinese airline. Yeah. And from Bangkok, we want to take uh, a Thai airline to get to Chiang Mai. But because the Chinese airline was so late, we missed our flight. Then oh, son of a bitch. we have to buy more flights. China's just fucking the wait, whole Wait, 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 wait. Why did trip? you have to buy new flights? They should provide you a new flight. No, they no, wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't refund our money. They wouldn't book secondary Get plane tickets for us. Really? Yeah. yeah. So then... And then so we essentially had to spend a large chunk of our cash more on money, new flights because we didn't have working credit cards. But <laughs> thank you to... What in the flying fuck? Was it... Happened there. Bangkok Air. Was it yeah, Bangkok, Bangkok Air? Air? I think it was. Thank God. That airline. They had a lounge. They had a for lounge economy for class. all the classes. Nice. So you can go in and use internet. computers, use internet. They had snacks. Mm-hmm. They had drinks. So we were able to use their free computers, their free internet, get in touch with their credit card company, sort yep. the sort whole thing out, out. get yeah. them working again. And then from that point on, the trip was really nice. Yeah. yeah. But it was a really shitty couple of days. Or like- See, I, that's why people say don't fucking lay over in China. Well, which, then, which just, airport was don't, this? Don't. So I can stay away from yeah. it? It's not Sinkhao. Yeah. It starts with an X. The Zai, actual yeah. airport we flew into. Guangzhou they, the taxi so, took no us idea. to Sinkhao because Sinkhao is right oh. there. Yeah. But we flew into the airport. <clears throat> well, just don't fly X. China Eastern, China Southern. Any airline don't that has China, China in it, just China don't fly those. Airlines, guys. <laughs> just don't fly those. All right. Because so they it's not It's not that there's anything wrong with the plane. It's not that there's anything wrong with the staff per se. It's just that they're not timely. Yeah. They never take off on time. They never land on time. They don't run on schedule. Yeah. So if you're flying a China. Uh, Chinese airline and you're flying with them on a connecting flight or it's fine because they're all going to be late together right but if you have another airline that you're trying to take it's there's a very you're, good chance you're going to yeah. miss your flight and just be and screwed you're not out of the whole deal so they just like oh we're not going to reimburse you sorry yeah. yeah yo that's fucked someone up. was smoking on our airplane yeah somebody was smoking an airplane that came out with Febreze Oh, straight up smoking hell. a cigarette that's and then like and they walk down the aisle with some Lysol. Yeah, that is okay. that is oh my god yeah. that is how you that's know fine. you fucked up. Shh. 
That's how they fix it. They just sprayed some Lysol. Um, That's how you know you fuck. That's like old school shit right there. There was the other time where we flew China China Southern or something. And um, remember that guy was so angry. Now, we booked these flights through uh, a company or whatever. So they're the ones that messed up. But when we landed at this Chinese airport, um, apparently, if you're flying another airline, Mm -hmm. you have to exit the airport and come back in and go to another Part. terminal or something it i don't know no fucking sense it makes no sense basically you have to get your baggage recheck it mm. all that stuff and so we didn't know that so we had like an hour and a half between flights we're like this oh we guys just at chill. the door we with our names like on a sign like yeah. trying to find us and he's like he's just like super pissy Angry. with us yeah because I-, I can't believe you booked this flight don't you know it's not enough time between blah blah blah, blah. and i was like what is i was like i i didn't schedule this i'm right. like laughing the whole time <laughs> I did, I, like i don't know what i don't but know why you met me angry yeah and then so they just got to a point i was like i don't know what your problem is with us but you need to lose your freaking attitude right sorry he i didn't book this i did us. not make this mistake okay mm. sorry that you're here having to do this but, but i can't change it mm. i don't have my delorean i can't go back in time sorry he was a jackass. He's a bit of an asshole. And then in Bali, our cards wouldn't work at all. Yeah, I, I always try to call like, but, but nowadays, like, if you have the chip in your card, it's okay. You get like a fucking notification in your phone. I don't know why the cards didn't work in Bali. They just didn't work. Any card, Korean cards, American Nothing? cards, none of our cards worked in Bali. I, I had the same issue when I was in Philippines. I had the Western Union money yeah, from myself on, to I, myself in Western Bali. Union. Yeah. On the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. thank God Western Union was open too. Mm. I was able to take my credit card and wire myself money through my credit card right. and then pick it up at a Western Union. A Western Union. Crazy, right? Wild. That shit is wild. Good thing Western Union exists. Let me tell you, I, people out of for, for everybody who listens to this, you better always have extra money. Oh, we know now. Yeah, yeah. We bring too much money From now. your experiences yeah. and my experiences, yeah. always have extra money. Like, always always in the have Philippines, cash, guys. Cash. Always cash, yeah. Cash. They don't rely on credit cards. You can leave the credit cards home, yep. bring your cash. But make sure you have Korean, yep. American, and wherever you go on money. Yep, exactly. Because some particular Korean airline mm-hmm. will not take American money or any other money or American credit cards. They only take Korean credit cards or Korean cash. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm not going to say any names. Yeah, but, but I'm pretty sure. But fuck them guys. <laughs> yeah, basically. The Visa does not know about this. Yeah. Yeah, when I left the Philippines, I didn't know there was an exit fee, and I had no money left. Like, I had no cash. I had no gold. Where? I had, the Philippines. I was in Cebu. There was an exit fee. We didn't pay an exit fee. We didn't pay fee. no exit fee. We really? were just in, yeah. Yeah. We are in Port-au-Princesa. We had to pay an exit fee? Where were you at? Uh, where, where exactly were we? We were near the underground river. The which, underground which, which airport did you fly? Port-au-Princesa. But we, we flew into... Um, Manila. I, I think Manila, it depends yeah. on the airport that you leave. Yeah, out of. we in, flew in into Cebu, Manila, not in Manila. Okay, yes, yeah, in in the Cebu airport, you are required. Otherwise, they won't let you get past like security anywhere. You have to have like a little fucking ticket that says you paid the exit fee. Huh. So thankfully, I had my credit card at that we point. Had to pay but that how much was the exit fee? Like fifteen bucks. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it, was, it wasn't a lot of money, but I just I had used all my somewhere. cash. We did not not in the Philippines. We did pay that somewhere. Remember? Mm-hmm. And then we had to have. Um, Maybe you paid it when you bought your ticket. No, no, no. I'm somewhere. talking about um in another country. We oh, did okay. pay. I remember pay, getting a ticket yeah. to leave, but oh, it wasn't. Oh, we the had to pay that in Sri Lanka. There was an exit fee to leave Sri Lanka. Okay. Yeah. yeah, 
and then a fee for Cambodia when we landed. That makes sense. Yeah, it's, it's either like an entrance fee or an exit fee. USD. And that'd be yeah. See, and mm-hmm. then and then they do stupid shit like that. Like it, it can only be in USD. Yeah. And you're like Vietnam. Too I haven't had USD, USD in like two or three years. Why yeah. the fuck would I have USD? Oh on my there? god! The first time I saw American money again, yeah. like the new prints, I thought it was fake. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this strange money? Yeah. It looks cartoonish. Yeah. It just, you know, people laugh valid. at us because you know we don't see right. American money. We've been here for going on eight years. Yeah. Like we don't see american money that often yeah and when we travel we don't go to america we go to these other countries so we try to get their currency yeah i mean it depends on what the trading rate is sometimes it's better to exchange your korean won for usd because when you exchange usd you're going to get more money yeah Yeah, from when you do the versus trying to exchange the won for someone else's currency so you know that's another thing if you don't travel often you don't use different currencies often look at the look at what rates are trading at and see what what money allows you to get the most money right. when you exchange, because you want to you want to try to make some money because you're paying you know fees every time you exchange yeah. one currency for another. That's true. Yeah. yeah, especially whenever we went to the Philippines, it was much better to, to exchange, exchange USD here for USD versus, and um, Korean won. Get yep. the Philippines. like the, the what you got for uh, Korean won was pesos. dirt. Yeah, of course, it yeah. was shit. With USD. Yes. Yeah, I've had I've had that same thing. So yeah, yep. These are these are really good travel tips, especially for your experiences. So I have a question: Have you ever gone to another country with a beard, and your passport doesn't have a beard, for example, or vice versa? No. No, no I normally have a beard by the time I leave my vacation destination. Yeah. Okay. Because you don't you don't shave when you're on vacation either. No, like, I might shave like once. Yeah, me, yeah, once me over too. the course of a week. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm. Not, it's not worth it. No. Yeah. So uh, in Taiwan, I recently had this. Um, on my passport, I have like a full beard and everything. Um, and when I went to the airport, I had shaved. Like, so I had no facial hair at all. So I get to the immigration and, um, immigration is like, is this you? I'm like, yeah, of course. So like, where's your Korean ID? So I showed them my Korean ID and my Korean ID is like the same shit, right? Oh my God. (laughs) I was like, I have a state ID and my state ID from, from Maryland, of course, has fucking me picture with the facial hair. (laughs) So... She's like, um, wait a second. So she well, calls. Now you've discovered how you can get away with crimes. Exactly. Just shave your face. Exactly. <laughs> never so she calls you. over this random person. This random person's like, she's taking me to like an, another security office and she's asking me a bunch of questions. And, you know, so I get to the security office and the, and the guy's like, he's looking at my password. He's looking at all my IDs. And he's like, uh, why don't you have facial hair? I was like, I, I shaved it. He's, he was like, Why? Fashion. Yeah, he he, he, he seriously looked at me straight in the eye. He was like, why? And I was like, sometimes it gets itchy, right? (laughs) Now, I didn't tell him the real reason because sometimes when I go into fucking airports with a fucking lot of facial hair, I get randomly selected quite often, right? It it happens a lot of times. It's happened in many countries before. So to avoid this issue, I normally just shave so I don't have to, you know, deal with this. Because I look like a fucking terrorist. So I didn't want to tell him, you know, the gen- the generic fuck, you know, the generic They've got, shit. They got the quotation ISIS above your head. Exactly. You know? I always so, get randomly selected too, though. Yeah. So, so but it's like, it's he, like. The face never gets randomly selected. Of course not. Yeah. They just let him. He doesn't even. <laughs> I got need, selected once. He doesn't even need to go through security. He was so excited when he got selected to yeah. randomly search. You yeah. Seen, she, the lady's like, you look so happy to be searched. Yeah. Yeah, because she well, she selected you for a reason. Obviously, she wanted to see my giblets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so 
he's like, why did you shave? And I'm like, and I tell him, and I'm not lying to him because this is true too, but I didn't tell him the real answer. The real answer is like, because I look like a fucking terrorist if I don't shave and I don't want to have these problems that I'm and having with you right now. That's the whole reason why you're questioning me at this moment. Exactly. So I told him, I was like, sometimes it gets itchy. And he looks at me and he like squints his eyes and he's looking at me and I'm like, I can give you another form of ID if you'd like. He's like, no, the nose and the eyes are the same. Here you go. Boop, boop. He's like, go over there. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, this is like 20 minutes. And he's like, he's literally looking at me for like two or three minutes. And I'm just looking at him like, yeah. So I was curious if you've ever had any of those issues. Yeah. I, um, I think a couple of years ago I was going to America by myself and like, you know, because I'm, I have Spanish heritage. So like I tan really easily. So right. I was, I was pretty Brown and I hadn't shaved for a couple of days and I'm getting ready to go in the airplane. And this woman like selects me, pulls me over to the side made me take my shoes off yeah and they passed it for like the bomb residue yeah paper and then they searched me and then they then they let me get on the plane yeah and they, they didn't pull anyone else to the side yep question anyone no one else just me random shit right i've had that happen I, when i was leaving I was, costa rica i was like brown and i had like some facial hair yeah exactly so like isis yeah you know he's gonna blow up the that's plane him. let's check him that's the guy right there yeah i was in costa rica when i left costa rica i was i was literally at the gate Ticket and everything. Everybody's checked in, checked in, I'm checking in. They scan my ticket. The woman looks at me, and then, like, three seconds later, beep. And she's like, oh, sorry, sir. You've been randomly selected. Please step over here. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Sure I have been. Of course I have been. Well, and I literally start laughing. And then, like, she's, why are you laughing? I'm like, no, it's just funny. It's just nothing. So they do the little hand swipe, and they test it or whatever, and then they let me go after that. Yeah. My um the funny thing is, uh my suitcase actually tested positive for Ooh. bomb residue. For bomb residue. Yeah, or gunpowder or or something. What the fuck? How? I'm assuming fireworks maybe. Oh, that explains it. I used to work in a fireworks stand sometimes. Okay. Um on holidays and stuff. Yeah. And I'm thinking some mysterious reason either that or was stored too close to the gun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but it had gunpowder residue on it, and they're like, "Oh, your suitcase tested positive," and I'm yeah. like, "Me? Yeah, don't know how that happened." Yeah, it was in uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, for our honeymoon. Do they yeah. did they move all that shit around? It was in Scat. What is it? Scranton. 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 Bar. Scranton yeah. There you go. Scranton, the office. We setting. were at uh, the Poconos for our Poconos. honeymoon. Yeah, oh, Mexico. Yeah. No, no, the, the Poconos, right? The Poconos, the uh, the famous uh, resort oh. with the champagne. Glass oh. hot tub. Oh, oh! The the, the fuck palace. Nice. Room. Yeah, Jesus there you go. Christ, yeah. Dude. Good job, Jude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you know what? Down. <laughs> it was a fun honeymoon. I bet it was. <laughs> Dodie's like, oh my god, I hate you so much. I we had a massage table. Anywhere. There was, a, sauna. There yeah. was a, a swimming pool that was kept at ninety-eight degrees in our room. Oh, that's in the room. In the room. Yeah. So, like, massage table, sauna, swimming pool. What? Champagne shaped hot tub, what? jacuzzi, bed. Yeah, Yo, that sounds amazing. Round bed with mirrors everywhere and twinkle oh, lights. Yes. <laughs> suite. Yes. Yeah. The Cleopatra. I didn't suite. I didn't realize how much I actually like mirrors while, you know, having sexual relations until this one random time that happened and I was like, I like this. Yeah. I can see why people do it. <laughs> Cause at first I was indifferent about it and then I actually did it. I was like, this is fucking dope. I need to, people need to do this more often. More mirrors. Yeah, more mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> this place had no shortage of mirrors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Where>? <laughs>
Definitely. They were everywhere. Above yeah. the bed, on the walls, every angle you could possibly imagine. Yeah. So that that's like the porn room, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Jude loved it. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> He's ready to go back. I'm ready to go back. <laughs> that's go back. really a... Well, we yeah. don't need any mirrors. We just had our 15-year anniversary. Yeah. Nice. Um, Congratulations. Valentine's Day. Woo. So we should, we should go back. We should relive our youth at the Poconos. Yeah. Do you really want to spend the money to go <laughs> no. to Poconos yes. from Korea? <laughs> Yeah, that, I feel like that would be a, quite a quite an expense. Korea just needs to make Let's their own Let's shoot for twenty years. Fifteen years. years. How old are you guys? You guys look really young. Oh, How old shit. are you, Dodie? You We've go. been together for twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> but we've been married for fifteen. Nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah. So since since you were like kids, like when was the first time? When did you guys first get together? I was we met each other. We, I was six, in high sixteen when we met. In high school, and mm. I think I was sixteen FFA when we camp. met. Yeah. So that's where you first met. And we met. started dating the year, the following year. So yeah. I was 17 and he was 16. Okay. And then, yeah. So we're now... Jude, how old are you? This is a fun question to ask you because Jude never knows his age now that we're in Korea. Yeah. He yeah, can never the say age. the right yeah. age. Yeah. I think... So it's 2019, dear. Uh-huh. And your birthday has not hit yet. So let's play the game. How old are you? I predict that I'm 36 <laughs> or 37. Okay. <laughs> It's <laughs> good enough. He's like, or yeah, or forty-one or forty-two. Or yeah. so I'm thirty-eight right now. Okay, so, so you are. Wait, 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 wait. Thirty-eight in American age, right? American yeah. age. Okay, I'm forty you. Korean age. Okay. Yeah. Forty-one so that means now. I'm Korean 37. age. So yeah, okay. So, so she, so she's the cougar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like one year, <laughs> one year, eleven months older than him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's you know, there you go. A whole yeah. eleven months. She's the cougar. Still young though. Yeah, still, still young. young. Yeah, still got the face. Exactly. Well, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's so mad about it. She's like, "When does this face?" You go know, to when we started disappear? dating, yeah, I was taller than him. Oh, really? Yeah. And then he got a growth spurt. And then go. I grew taller. He grew taller. He didn't always have that and face, then by the way. I was. Oh, really? No. Like I was. Like he had, had a, a bunch chunky of face. Did, did he get more handsome as he got older? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. Ridiculous. He's like, yes. Freaking ridiculous. Yeah. Who does that? Quite a few people. Actually. When I was a sophomore in high school, like my my jawline changed mm. a lot. My face got, I guess it grew, yeah. you know, lengthways, yeah, up and down, and um, my cheekbones developed more. Yeah, and then I grew another like eight inches. And now he's school. getting the little, little. What what, what do you call it? You I'm have? getting chromed. He's getting chromed. Getting That's what chromed. he's called in his hair, what? going gray. I'm not getting gray. I'm getting fucking chromed. And that's better than me. I'm balding slowly. I'm going to have a chrome dome, baby. Yeah, that's going to look sexy, man. Mm. It's going to look good. Silver fox, yeah. bitches. Watch there out. There we go. Yes, exactly. See? <laughs> see? But see, you can see in Dodie's face. She's like, this is not what I signed up for. What I signed up for was a chubby Jude who is shorter than me and who I can make my bitch in the kitchen. Yeah. But so then. Yeah. But then life happened. Then, you know. It's hard to explain to people that I used to be the attractive one in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, and then, then the tables turn. The tables turn. Oh, yeah. She's still salty about it. You can yeah. hear it in her voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, no, yeah. The whole, the whole podcast, we've She's just been still just salty. Salt everywhere. All types of salt: solar salt, <laughs> sea salt, <laughs> table salt. <laughs> She's the man. Yeah, it's okay. Well. Do you, do you think you'll? I mean, do you think you're gonna stay attractive as you get older as well? Because he, he's very confident. What about you? I hope you? so. <laughs> Not all men have to find a new model. There you go. <laughs> I guess according to everyone else in the world, I am not 
<laughs> attractive. This one's the only one yeah. here that's attractive. Not and he's gonna me. be a silver fox, so he'll be able to land anybody basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And even the even the young ones. Even the young like the, ones, even the, the old real ones. Young ones, the old ones. You have yeah. It's gonna be a the buffet line. The ones with the daddy issues. Pick up the litter. Buffet line pick of bitches. Mm-hmm. Basically, pick buffet of bitches. <laughs> buffet line of bitches. Yeah. Hey man. <laughs> Yeah, and, and and when I say bitches, I mean guys and girls. You're gonna have literally right. it's both. all whatever yeah, bitches everywhere. Whatever I'm feeling. Yeah, <laughs> whatever I'm. We all the, know. Whatever I'm in the mood for at that particular time. Every day of my life. <laughs> and or if the money is right. The money's yeah, right. The money's you never right. know. Hey, there you, you never go. know. Just I've always, my arm. I've always said if the money is right, I do. Hey, everybody's things. a whore for money. Exactly. Yeah. Well, the yeah. first times for love, right? First times for love. <laughs> Second times for money. Who believes that shit? I don't believe that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying in general. Uh, Anyways. First time for love, second time for money. Yeah. Well, it's all for money in some some way, shape, or form, right? There's always money involved. Why yeah. are you in my chair? I know. I stopped. I stopped. I'm squeaking, like, squeaking chair. Nah, sorry. I've sorry. been causing noise. Even in the headphones, I can hear all these things. I'm like, oh, I'm fucking up big time. So <laughs> the, the reason why. I'm my pen. I'm like rocking. The, well, these, yeah. these are condenser mics, so they pick up everything. Right. Right. Everything. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Like before, when I was doing my podcast originally, which you might know, I was using the beanbags. Yeah, and you can hear them like rustling. You can you can hear the beanbags, and then we would just I would just start talking shit about it. And I love these beanbag chairs, like I do. But you know, because I I thought it'd be so cool. Like, hey, have a little fun podcast. You talk to people, get to know them a little better. Sit on beanbags, it's super comfortable. And later, I found out it was not really a good idea for our listeners. My, one of my favorite times is when the guy's like, "I'm gonna go to the bathroom," and you didn't know how to pause it, so you <laughs> yeah, can hear him going to the bathroom going, yeah. on the podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was it was a learning experience because this is all new to me. Right. I have I was I think I that was like your second or third episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was really because when you've got like twenty. 23 26 episodes i think yeah uh, but th- when this happened like i think it was the, like the, your second or third yeah. one so I, I don't think anyone had ever asked you could you pause it yeah or, like you're like i don't even know if i can pause it yeah like, is it gonna fuck up the recording <laughs> yeah, like what, exactly. what is it gonna i had do? no clue yeah it was definitely quite a learning experience now i'm pretty good with it like and even my editing is decent but it's not as good but this is not my not my forte if you right yeah so so where'd you get all the, the microphones and the equipment from did you get it from in korea or you got market. it yeah market did a bunch of research on what mics were good and microphone stands and what software programs are good and at the time i was only doing two two people so right. i could use audacity audacity is free supports two microphones and then i upgraded to four because i was thinking about doing this political podcast which i have been doing but haven't really launched per se um so i bought two more mics and i got a different audio interface and i had to upgrade the software um that would actually support four microphones so and then i just had to learn how to use it Learn how to edit. Learn how to do all that stuff. Yep. Okay. And of course, you can record music as well, right? Because this audio interface has plugins for basically everything under the sun. So you can do a whole. You can plug in your whole band in this thing and record music, and then there you do your thing. That's wow. what it's made for. That's that's the intention. Like this is not for podcasting. Right. This is actually for music. So, but uh, I was like, well, the reason why I had bought it is because I know people who like, you know, who are musicians and sometimes want to record their music. So. I was like, hey, if you want to ever come over and try to do it, or I can let you borrow it, or you know, I can bring it to you and I can, you know, record everything and stuff, yeah. you know, for you guys. Let's try it out. That's why I bought it for. Her. So. There you go. Yeah. Now you know. Now, now you know. know. Knowing yeah. is half the battle. Knowing is half the battle. There you mm-hmm. go. So says GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, go Joe. <laughs> Well, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? We've been talking for three hours, actually. I don't know if you well, know this. Wow. That's, yeah. 
No one's gonna listen to this podcast for three hours. Um, but when I we, do the time, we totally stamps, fast forward Colt's whole thing. Oh, we fast forwarded Colt's. Uh, when you guys were talking about video games, yeah, we just skipped that section. Yeah, that's fair. So, what did you listen to with Colt and me? Every everything but the video. Everything games, but the video yeah. games. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, so I, I try to put the timestamps in there. So yeah, we were giving Colt shit after we listened to the podcast. We were like, "You didn't plug the fucking band. You didn't say anything about it." Blah yeah. blah. And Colt was like. Guys, that was before I was even in the band. Yeah. And we're like, what? And then so like we went back and checked the date and we we're like, oh, oh yeah. now you felt like assholes. And then man. I was like, now we take, I was like, we kind of take back everything we said. Yeah, we said. But you should have predicted you were going to be in a band <laughs> cult and you should have plugged it. Fucking cult. It's always cult's fault for the record. Always cult. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. always him. Yeah, it's always his fault. I haven't seen him in a while. I normally see him at jujitsu, uh, but I, I, in the winter, I don't. If you know. need to see him, uh, he will be in Sejan. At the, with his at girlfriend's cafe. cafe, at cafe, at cafe that's wonderful and delicious and fantastic yeah you want good souffle yeah the custard souffle it's excellent i told him i was supposed to go out there because his his girlfriend um ali's really good cook yeah so yeah. she she's made some stuff for me too and i'm just like oh yes yeah she makes yes. the best bread sourdough bread so good yeah. yeah her bread's amazing yeah so and i, I was really happy so for nice her when she too. was like i'm quitting my job and i'm going to do this i was like fuck, fuck yes do it so and then he became the assistant basically. He's the kitchen bitch. He's yeah, he's a kitchen bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so many he's kitchen bitches. Kitchen bitch. I need a kitchen bitch. This will be amazing. Get cold. Um, come over. I, I wish, man. We, we, we were actually supposed to have uh, lunch, but I think I, I think it was my fault. So yeah, yeah. We're supposed to have dinner with them soon. Yeah. Sometime whenever we are free. In in the winter, I basically hibernate. I don't really go out often. You know, I just kind of chill. So and normally, I tried to do that last night, but you know. Didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't work out. <laughs> Ended up going to a drag show. Damn. Well, there you go. Was it fun? Yeah. Did you eat good food? Yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah. Did somebody hit? It on was jo- so cold. Gym? It's yeah. so cold in Seoul. Jeez. Yeah, it like it's so much colder than Dejan. I'm like, what did you do out here? Yeah. Like, I am not a cold weather person. I'm from Louisiana. I yeah. like it hot all the time. Yeah. And cold is just not my friend. I'm and the opposite. I can't opposite. walk on snow. I can't walk on ice. I don't know how to do these things. <laughs> what um, is this ice? You gotta you put some of? chains on your shoes. They're, yes. Oh, I hate, yeah. Hate, hate the ice. I can't. You know. I, thankfully, I haven't. I took one big bad spill down some stairs. Yeah. Um. One time, but I knock on wood. I haven't <laughs> fallen since. Jude's hit the back of his head oh shit uh that ice is nothing to play around with yeah yeah no i agree yeah i absolutely agree ah damn well you know summer don't worry yeah summer's coming and don't worry somebody will listen to this all three hours some some people might (laughs) skip some things but somebody will absolutely at least one person (laughs) they're gonna be like listen to this shit well the thing is is that like one of the things that i've noticed about this podcast in particular not that it's like amazing or anything but it's easily to get caught up like you can easily like listen to a two and a half hour podcast and not even notice that the time has gone by yeah so how in the world do people i don't know i'm not just the way we just did it we've been doing for three hours what it has has it felt like it no no i'm talking about how do people sit down for like three hours and listen to somebody else talk working he does it all the time he listens to podcasts and stuff and i'm just like "Eh." yeah that I, I listen to a bunch of podcasts and, uh, well, not much, not as much anymore, but like music albums, just while I'm per, like lesson, like lesson planning. Mm. Yeah. And I get through a lot. 
in one day because let me think about it like i'm at my desk for like three or four hours yeah right so you can listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of uh, albums in three or but, four hours or that you know bluetooth earphones are you know change in the world just throw those in you can have your phone anywhere yeah and then you know on the i think i use podbean to listen to this podcast but yeah. on, you know i'm sure just like other ones you can you can subscribe to your podcast and then you can make a playlist of them and then they just they just play in order yeah exactly so yeah. you know you just i have pocket casts you know pocket casts i added obviously mine and a bunch of other ones and it's just boop boop and it just goes down yep yeah that's the next my that's my next purchase actually i my can't next even keep track of my phone wireless yeah <laughs> what's his phone i don't problem? know how what's his phone problem by the way huh what's his phone problem you said he has a phone i'm just problem. on it too much he's, oh. he's always on it doing what i don't know facebook <laughs> like, yeah he's got a girlfriend i think how many seven good that's a good number you know yeah more than 10 is too much that's selfish. I, I, I selfish. you know i don't <laughs> i never go on his phone i don't yeah. know have you seen his phone how in the world he operates i think i don't know like it the screen is all mad like <laughs> Green, it's all messed up. It's like I can't even turn it on. Hmm. But like, what, what kind of phone is this? Uh, V30. But look oh, at V30, the yeah. look at this background. Yeah. Like I I don't I hate this thing. Look at it. That he did that I on purpose so you wouldn't look at it. <laughs> so like and he I'm did like, it for where's you. the camera on this thing and yeah. where's this? And no. He he did it so you would stay out of it. It's basically. totally if you can't see his background, but it's like all black and white it's with like and a. White. It looks like a matrix, like matrix, a matrix thing background. in the background, and yeah. you can't tell the difference between any of the apps. There you go. I and don't like uh, it. It drives me insane when I see someone's phone. It's just like twelve different colors on. Yeah. On, uh, you hate my phone, man. That's what, that's the exactly I don't what like it, is. it. It's all colorful and shit for no don't reason. Don't like it. Yeah. So I changed it. Yeah. Are you sure you changed it for that reason and no for other reasons? And Dodie's such a snoop. I had to really, you know. Yep. I am not a digital age person. Like I'm, I'm not. I don't. She's I don't a know dinosaur. I'm, in the I'm digital a dinosaur. World. I like books and shit. I, yeah, I like to hold something. I like. Yeah. I, I'm probably the only one that travels with actual magazines in my bag. Like, yeah. I need something physical there. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a book person myself, and uh, I'm transitioning now from books to Kindle, and I'm really liking it. But like. You know, the feeling of books is really nice. But when you're traveling with a shit ton of books, that's a whole different yeah. story. Well, they just yeah. take up so much space. So much space. And I love my physical books. Like, I, lo- I love turning the pages. I love the smell of all that stuff. But, damn, man, it's a lot of weight, man. We have lots of books at home, too. Uh, I'm selling all of mine soon. Like, yeah. once I finish reading all of them, you know, all my graphic novels as well. So you're going to see some posts from me in the near future selling all these books. Clean in house. Clean in house. Especially the graphic novels, because I spent a pretty penny on these graphic novels, so I'm trying to get some money back on them. The books that I was given for free, I'm going to give for free. Right. right. That's fair. But the books that I bought, I'm going to sell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's of fair. Course. Makes yeah. sense to me. So I have a whole list, and I you know organize them, and when I finish all of them, there you go. So if you like to read as well, I'll give you first dibs. Oh, right awesome. on. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, I think this is good. Yeah, yeah. this is excellent, guys. Thank Success. you very much for coming. I appreciate it. We will post the episode soon. And, uh, yeah, do you guys want to plug anything before we go? Bump City. There uh, you go. Yeah, Bump well, we, well, Bump City, we have a website. So it's the bumpcityband.wordpress.com. And nice. then we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram, Bump nice. City. Um, yeah. You can send me all the details, yeah. and when I post the episode, I'll put, post them, in the, them. I'll put the, them in the, the description. The or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Which is what I normally sure. do. So, and then there you go. Yeah. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. All right. Have a nice night. You Thank too. you. Peace. Now I'm trying to find this burger thing.